The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of Dear Download, a podcast where we get to share our most intimate and treasured memories of Download Festival. We'll talk about each year, the bands we saw, the bands we missed and everything else noteworthy that happened across the weekend. Also we'll touch upon any news, other festivals and the music industry past, present and future. This week we are talking about every band that's playing on the Thursday this year. I am Adam and as always I'm here with Simon. How are you doing my man? Hello, good Evening to you or day wherever you're listening to this. Saya, how are you? <laughs> Doing all right. All right. Yeah, good. Um, I think it's not been two weeks since we last spoke again, but uh, no. how's things going with you? Mm. Yeah, good. Um, I had a bad weekend, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but apart from that, yeah, uh, this week is a very weird one. I've got a funeral from one of my best friends, and uh, one of my best friends is getting married as some best man, and that is one day apart from each other. So, um, mm. yeah, this week's going to be a very strange week going from one yeah. extreme to the other. But, yeah, apart from that, I'm buzzing. Download is like... I didn't even realise how close it was. I, was. I was on Discord with Adam yesterday, my brother, and we were talking about what we're going to do for Carter's speech and all that sort of stuff, and then we just obviously started talking about Download. And then we were like, yeah. dude, it's like... So, like, this time next week, you're going to be coming because he's coming to stay at mine and then we're driving down there. I was like, dude, this time okay. next week, you'll be, like, pretty much the, the day before, you'll just be ready to come. He's like, I know, it's come round so quickly. <laughs> like, we talk about it, all, like, constantly. But fucking hell, I can't believe that it's here already. Just yeah, just excited. Definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, so yeah, like you said, we're gonna, we've got a, the band to talk about. I should have said this at first instead of just categorizing it all. But uh, for, for anybody listening who's wondering what it will be, it'll be... Like I said, all the bands, um, we've just been chatting about all the bands that are playing at the Takeover mm-hmm. uh, on the Wednesday on the Dogtooth stage. Not Dog, dog no, nah, not Dogtooth, Doghouse stage even. Doghouse stage, yeah. Got the map. But yeah, we, we got, yeah, talking about the map that's been released recently, all the other DJ sets and, and, and bands and everything that's playing on the... On the like the side split stage, basically everything on the Monday and the, uh, not Monday, <laughs> <laughs> basically everyone who's playing on the Wednesday or the Thursday or late at night back at the District X, not the village, the District X. I think that's a really uh, cool so name. Gonna, yeah, I think it sounds cool. I, I said that on YouTube. I was like District X. It sounds awesome. It sounds like a cool exclusive rock club. I like it. Yeah, well, I mean, we've said we've said on on the podcast before when. We were talking about Hellfest, I believe it was, and uh, and and Bloodstock, and how the, the the names for their campsites are really cool. Download have got colours, and we and we, and we said like it's like Download doesn't really have much of a uniqueness to it, much of a character, it's or kind personality. of difficult though, because it's more camps and it's bigger, and I think if you have con- like people yeah. are already confused about the the Opus and Apex stage thing. I think they're going to be, yeah. if you were to name them, if you didn't have colours and you had names, I think people would get super confused as to what actual campsite yeah, they're true. in. Like, fair enough, I know it's a bit boring, uh, purple, blue, yellow, uh, it's a bit, but <laughs> you, you remember 
where you are or where you've been. Like, you know, so I, I think, yeah, 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 it's it's not as cool, but because it's a much bigger festival than those, it works. <laughs> yeah. But well, I mean, Hellfest is massive, isn't it? And um, we had uh, Josh Hest, a friend of mine on before, saying about how there's like, a really, really cool walkway down to one of the mm. one of the stages. And and I thought maybe maybe they're trying to go through sort of a change and trying to get a bit more personality into it, like with the changing of the stage names last year. Yeah. Uh, District X this year. So maybe they're just doing it slowly. I mean, all, all the RIPs, um, have, all the RIP packages have got mm-hmm. different different names like Sleepy Hollow, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, so I think I think trying to... Hellfest, like everyone's been banging on the last two years about, you know, you can watch all the Hellfest sets online. You can watch Hellfest live. You can just like go into the stream and just watch it. And they were saying that all the cool like art and stuff there. So I think it's had a knock on effect. I think Download have looked at what Hellfest are doing and have taken a little yeah. bit of notice and slowly started to sort of change and make things a little bit cooler. And like you said, a little bit yeah. more you know, download as because download obviously has its own identity, but there are a few more things they need to tweak to get it to be, you know, as cool. I've never been, but you know, air quotes cool as Hellfest is because it does look pretty sick. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like a work of art as well as a festival sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I, and we were saying actually last time, I think one of the best things that Bloodstock do is they have their, um, the like, the, the, the like museum and artwork displays in the tent and you can go in and they have like loads of really old bloodstock stuff or they're like oh we're doing a you know we're doing a judas priest cover art bit and then there'll just be all the priest covers like painted or you know things or they'll have like gold discs from bands and stuff i think that's really download obviously have a lot to organize because it is a much bigger festival than bloodstock is but i think stuff like that is just really cool and that gives little festivals like that its own identity i wish download just think of all of the download memorabilia t-shirts stuff that no one knows about because it's been going for 20 years now it'd be really cool if yeah. they had just a little download museum there because all of us download nerds would be in there looking at all this cool yeah. stuff <laughs> that we haven't like you know rare t-shirts and you know all sorts of stuff but yeah so um yeah andy i know you're listening to this if you want someone to uh, curate <laughs> that for you i'm right here baby yeah. Oh, well, I did think they should have us doing it. Yeah. As long as we haven't got to run it through during the festival, <laughs> <laughs> you sort it out. Sort it out. No, we just curate all the stuff running. that goes in there. I think that would be really awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that would be a place for us. Yeah, definitely. Because mm. uh, they don't want to put us on as on the podcasts <laughs> on the on the side stage, do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just going to show up. Just grab the mic. Yeah. <laughs> Hi guys. Do <laughs> down there. But yeah. It'll, uh, <laughs> I have my idea. I have my ideas, but uh, I'm not going to say them just yet. <laughs> okay. But uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, stages made of beer cans and everything. Beer crates. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we. You'll find out. You'll find out a download. Hopefully, okay. we'll do something when we do the meet up. Um, yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, well, you, you just said podcasts are going to be there. We talk about them. Um, what else? We're probably not going to touch on uh, touch on any. Oh no, we will touch on some news because <laughs> you want to talk about us. yeah. Slam dunk. We will. We will. We'll, we'll t- should we? Should we go there first quickly? Let, let, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's All do right. It. Bring in the news. Bring in the news. This is the news. We've got news coming for you now. Just shut up. The, the news is going to come now. This is the news. So we might as well just quickly start off with Download Germany, which I'm sure now um, 
a lot of you are aware, or probably if you're not, Download Germany has been cancelled, um, which is obviously not a bad thing. I'll read the little statement that they put out. It's translated from German, so I won't read it verbatim. Ah, cool. I'll change a little bit. Uh, so it says, Download Germany 2023 in Hockenheim has been cancelled. Uh, fans will get refunds for their tickets. Uh, they're saying it's planned in June, but it's not going to take place this year. With regret, the organiser announced that the cancellation of the festival. Um, it said... Uh, they've been trying to make the festival happen for fans of Download Germany despite a top-notch lineup. The massive number of open-air fest- festivals made it considerably difficult to organise and execute this summer. So, unfortunately, the associated production technical obstacles have proved to be insurmountable and it will not be going ahead. So, this just shows you that even a brand like Download and, uh, you know... Um, the 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 fe- rock festival beginning with S for which I shall not name went through the same things, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> went through the same things. It's difficult, even if you've got a recognisable name, to get the right cues, the right crews, the right equipment, the right bands, yeah. and get people to buy the tickets because obviously it probably hasn't sold that well. Because like they said, Germany has so many huge festivals as well um, that you know Wacken, Rock and Ring, Rock and Park. They have so many established festivals that have been going a lot longer than the download brand has in Germany. You know, this one's just been left to the wayside, unfortunately. And I'm sure that the um, download team, um, I'm sure they're involved in this as well, would have wanted to put their stamp on on Germany because I know that the France one is very highly recommended and appreciated. So it's a bit of a shame, I think, really. I don't know too much about the festival in general. I'm sure we'll find out more as it goes on. But it just shows you, man. There's so many festivals now in every single country. It's a proper cutthroat business. You know, you really need to push, get the ticket. So blessed that download still happens here. I know it's the biggest one, but, you know, there's some serious competition out there and not everyone yeah. stays with download the whole time. So, yeah. So I'm gutted for the Germans for that, that they can't experience download, unfortunately. Yeah, definitely. I, you know, I, I saw that post first thing this morning. I can't read German and I, there wasn't a translation for it. But I think it just had a big sticker over it saying something like Ag- Abskastag. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm sold out or something, is it? I, <laughs> I don't know. And then um, Alexander Toon posted in our in our Discord with the actual reasons. I don't know if he can read German or he found a translated version online. Yeah. Uh, yeah, saying like it's all because of like just getting the equipment as well. Like things like fences. Just imagine how many miles of fences yeah. there are around the whole of Download Festival. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, do. You, you, yeah, little... the stuff you've got to provide. You've got to get food in there. You've got to make sure you've got food vendors. You've got to make sure you've got toilets. Yeah, you, like that. You've got to make sure you've got bits so you can cordon off areas. You've got to have the space. Then you've got to pay to rent the space. There's, there's so yeah. like I don't think we'll ever understand. I work as a facilities manager, and even running an office is a mental insurmountable amount of stuff you could do. I couldn't imagine how much work goes you know they're planning downloads two years away from the one that they're currently on (laughs) like that just shows you how much f time and effort and you have to have all your contractors and all of your crews and just yeah it's it's sad when this happens but it just shows you how much work and how proud and happy we should be that download festival goes ahead every year yeah (laughs) yeah yeah definitely big time they do a lot of work to get this off the ground so yeah sad awesome very sad. Um, right. Um, do you want to shall we move on to the next thing? To, to tell us about a festival that is working hard to drive themselves into the ground. Right. I'm sure many of you <laughs> have heard. I went to Slam Dunk South 
and I have heard very similar comments from Slam Dunk North. Now, the one thing that didn't bother me was the fact that it was sold out and packed. And this seemed to bother a lot of my friends who go every year. They're like, oh my God, there's so many people here. I mean, I'm used to going to festivals that like download bigger festivals than that. So the amount of people there and queues for food didn't really bother me that much. Although it did look like, you know, we queued for the shortest food because we would have been spending an hour waiting, which is, I can understand that's bad. Um, But that wasn't the thing about the festival that actually bothered me, the amount of people. The, the thing that my main gripe with it was the sound was absolutely shocking. Hmm. It, they made they made Static Dress, Holding Absence, Enter Shikari, Malevolence and Higher Power, all great, awesome bands that I've, I've seen before. I know they're excellent, sound like absolute dog shit. I've never, ever walked away and I've, I, I never will again walked yeah. away from an Enter Shikari set. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I will never do that again, yeah. but I might as well have been listening to them through a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Because I Jeez. was standing directly in front of the speaker and I could hear everything everyone was saying around me. The, the, there was no oomph to the sound. It was such a shame because the, the stage itself looked phenomenal. They're always great. They were obviously giving it everything. That was shocking. Uh, holding absence you, I might as well have been 10 miles away listening to them the sound was so low the yeah, mix wasn't even really? bad it's just like why has this not been turned up I, I, can, I can't yeah. hear <laughs> it I can't hear it like literally and then in the in the tent where I saw Malevolent Static Dress and Higher Power three bands I know that are very good to be fair I still really enjoyed Malevolence purely because their performance was excellent but you couldn't barely hear the vocals the mix was absolutely shocking. And on every stage, bar the Menzingers that I saw on the Kerrang stage, which sounded almost acceptable, it right. was so <laughs> yeah. it was so Jeez. shit that I've never felt so unhappy after a festival. Like me and Vicky yeah. were sitting on the coach, like that has genuinely put a downer on our entire weekend. Like we went out, we saw, yeah. I saw some friends, I hung out with some people, see, saw some people that I haven't seen in ages. And that was great, but I could have done that anywhere. I didn't need to pay £95 and £60 in drinks. It was £7 for a beer. Yeah. It, like, it, it was just a me- And then there was loads of other people obviously saying that there was a lot of pickpocketing going on, all the mm. issues that I just had with the South, all the same issues in the North, nothing to do with the bands. The bands themselves tried as well as they could, but apparently it was way oversold for what it was. There was no toilets, not enough toilets, queues and queues and queues. The girls are waiting for like half an hour to 45 minutes just to go to just to go for a piss. Do you know what I mean? Not even to go to number two. There was like free yeah. urinals that like completely overflowed and then everyone was just pissing everywhere. It was a mess. It was a mess. And I will say toilets wise, I've had that same complaint about download and bloodstock in the last couple of years. So I'm not saying that's just slam dunk. There is never enough toilets at festivals these days for some reason. I'm not quite no. sure why that is. But we we agreed with that last year. We were like, there's like two urinals and they're fucking overflowing within like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, yeah, like <laughs> Slam Dunk South, and I've heard the same about North, was a complete mess. And I have seen 99% negative comments. I can tell you right now, I will never be going to Slam Dunk ever again. I will not, I wouldn't waste my time or my money. Yeah. I, I won't be going back no matter who's playing. It's, it's not worth it. That's my opinion. I'm sure a lot of people 
agree with me but yeah, yeah oh, i was i like was it. running hot that evening boy <laughs> Woo! i was running hot yeah it sounds yeah it sounds like it was terrible they've actually put a statement out today apologizing um they've said that it wasn't oversold it wasn't uh oversold for the capacity that they had um but they yeah i think they blamed it on too many people turning up without car park passes is one uh, the, probably one of the only things they didn't sort of take account uh, accountability for but oh the really rest, they basically sort of said okay yeah we were told oh maybe they haven't taken accountability for it but they, they, they said we were told there would be enough food stalls but one of the things i heard was like they were, they were facing each other so the queues for the, yeah. the stalls were like backed up to the queue opposite them yeah uh, so it was a bad placement as well. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, the, the location itself is beautiful. Like Hatfield House and Hatfield Park are really beautiful locations. It's a it's a lovely location, absolutely gorgeous. Loads of shaded areas. The location itself is is wonderful. I just I just don't think that they set it up quite right. And I've heard the same about the North. People haven't liked now that the North one has gone from the venues to a park, and apparently right. the park. Or this is what I've been I've read that the park wasn't very good. But I can say about Hatfield, it's very beautiful, but it just wasn't laid out. Yeah. They didn't use the space that they had, I don't think, as well as they could have. And I have heard a lot about, um, we don't know because we got the coach, So, but people were, I mean, we were sat on the coach for 45 minutes before it left because it couldn't pull out because of all the traffic. Um, but I've heard a lot of people had a lot of trouble getting out and people were putting on comments like the next day saying, Still in the slam dunk car park, guys. Is everyone okay? <laughs> they obviously weren't, but they might as well have been. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just, I just think overall, yeah, that that's really going to hurt slam dunk. That's going to hurt yeah. them next year. That's really going to hurt them because I can tell you right now, that thing ain't selling out next year. No <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah. No way. But yeah, it's a it's, shame. Um, I wanted to it enjoy is it. A shame. Yeah, I went in thinking my first slam dunk. All my friends have banged the bun on about this festival for the last 10 years. <laughs> just, just no redeeming qualities about the whole thing. It's <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah. But I mean, that's, you, you kind of got to overcompensate a little bit. You know, not too much that you're losing money, but making sure you... like. So it, when I said that they were told they've had enough, they probably went by the regulations that like the, the government have set or something like that or mm-hmm. whoever it is that sets those kind of regulations will say... Uh, that's what the world is like now like the the people at the top i don't know who runs slam dunk if it's a big corporation or just a load of friends but uh, yeah the people at the top say right do everything so we're spending as little money as possible making as much profit as possible no you, you cannot you, you should spend a little bit extra to make everybody comfortable mm. yeah um, and well, that because yeah. otherwise you like, like you said you're going to ruin yourself for the future if you do get it wrong well, it's had a knock-on effect for download now because I've seen obviously a lot of first-time downloaders that have obviously been to Slam Dunk, and now they're yeah. kind of thinking. I've seen loads of people, you know, on the pages just saying, "Is, is download going to be similar now? You know, is it going to be? Is it just going to be an overcrowded mess?" Well, I can tell you right now, it's going to be busy, but it won't be even a quarter of, of a mess that Slam mm. Dunk was because download know how yeah. to put on a festival. So, yes, it will be busy. So expect to queue for stuff. That's going to happen. You're not going to walk straight up to a food place while bands are on or in the arena or anything you're gonna have to queue but it is better laid out and it is better to accompany that amount of people but yeah slam dunk just used the space very very badly not good i don't know what it's been previously but yeah didn't look like a good setup as soon as i got there i was like all right i thought all the stages look cool really looking forward to seeing some bands today this is going to be awesome 
said to Vicky, I'm really excited. This is going to be great. First thing to kick off. And then I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> right. This is how it's going to be all day, is it? Okay. Fair enough. Hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know what the rules and regulations are. I, I was actually looking it up a couple of weeks ago. I could only find um, for things that don't that aren't putting on food and drink. And it was something stupid like, you you need one toilet for every seventy five female guests mm-hmm. and an extra toilet for every five hundred male guests <laughs> or something stupid. It was ridiculous, but but that was for if they're not putting on food. So if it was like a yeah a half an hour thing, you know. Uh, whereas download is sort of providing food. I guess it's going to be a lot more because they they know people want want the toilet more if they're eating and drinking. So yeah. But it will still be, yeah, th- these festivals are probably going on bare minimum that they can get away with. And um, honestly, I I was shocked at the toilet situation last year. Mm-hmm. And Me too. I have been considering writing like an open letter to download <laughs> from from the from the podcast, like and and hope people sort of take it take me take it seriously and share it and hope that download get to see it and say. If you're going with the amount of toilets you had in blue, and blue is full, that is no way near enough well, toilets. I don't want to say it, but by looking at the map, again, it looks like there's not enough toilets. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll yeah. get to that in a bit, but it, it, it looks like there's not going to be enough again. There's only one location in blue, like there was last year. Whether they've added more, we don't know, but they didn't know blue wasn't going to fill up. So it True. might be the same. Yeah, And um, it's not going to be enough. So, nope. uh, I mean... If anybody here from Download is listening, I don't know if they actually do bother or not. Um, but save me the time of writing the letter and, <laughs> and just just tell somebody you need twice as many toilets in the camps, yeah, as you probably think you do, twice yeah. as many. Because well, well, yeah, we'll see, won't we? Like you said, it only shows that there's gonna be a toilet there. It doesn't show the amount of toilets, and yeah. I, and I th- I feel like the the male female things hurting it as well, where. Yeah, women were just saying to me while I was standing there, like, just go and use those toilets. Like, you <laughs> lot are queuing for like forty-five minutes, and all of the girls' toilets are empty. It's like the girls were like, just go in there. I'm like, really? They're like, yeah, yeah just go. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? There's a toilet right there. Like that. That's made it worse as well. Splitting it for gender has yeah. given it a whole new level of being busy. And um, yeah, just. Let's just hope that it's better than it was last year, but I doubt it. I mean, we don't have many negative things to say about download, and we fair, like we said on this podcast, but just because we do a, a, it based around download, we're not just going to say nice things about it. We're going to pick out the things oh, that are yeah. wrong or we don't like or that you can do better. Because I think criticism is fair point when you speak about a festival in the you know in depth conversation that we do. So. If we yeah. see something that download that's rubbish, we will say it was rubbish. <laughs> yeah. We won't I mean, just big it up on everything. No, and I think it's better listening for the listeners as well. If you know, if we were just singing the praises all the time, it mm. would get boring very quickly. Oh, yeah. I think people yeah. want to know what it's like. But mm. we're just customers. We're just regular downloaders. We're not fans. We're not. We're just yeah, huge we're fans. fans of the festival. We're just one of you who decided to sit and chat about it and yeah. record it. Exactly. And let you listen in. Yeah. And, uh, we're, we're having the same conversation, me and Adam, every time that you and your mates are having. It's just that we're yeah. recording it. <laughs> that's, <Yeah. laughs> that's it. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Mm. I hope it's good this year. It's going to be busy. I hope they've sort of catered to that because 
I think it's going to be good weather. I think it's going to be very hot weather again. I've, I'm the opposite <laughs> to you now. I think it's going to be scorching mm, again. I don't know. I um, Let me see. All right, so I always go by, uh, you know, proper weather nerds, right? And there's this guy that right. I always watch. Okay. Called uh, he's called Gab's Weather Vids, right? He's like a he's like an absolute weather nerd, and he has all the reports. He goes through the temperatures, where the air's coming up from, where the moisture is coming from, and all this stuff. He was saying, "Hey guys, hey guys. He gone." We're meant to be talking about the bands of download this episode, but. We're just going to talk about this guy for the rest of the episode. So Sorry. if you're not, uh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I love so, it. So, so he has been saying <laughs> that he, he's going to give us a proper forecast on Thursday because then we'll have the 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 sort of more accurate predictions of what it's going to be like later towards the week. But at the moment, yeah. the predictions are it's going to be wet. Really? Yes. Hmm. It's going to be wet. Not not torrential, but yeah. there's going to be rain. But it's going to be hot as well. Because he said that it's going to be between 17 and 20 highest, even when it's raining. So okay. we won't be having a freezing cold download. I, it's not going to piss down the whole time. But I can tell you right now, it's 100% not going to be dry the whole time. Don't expect what we had last year. Because it, it will be decent, but it, it will not be like last year where we had 20 minutes of rain and that was it. Yeah. So We'll see. We'll see. Mm, yeah, I told you. I'm, I'm telling you right now, my prediction is going to be right, dude. <laughs> I had a feeling <laughs> that feeling's going to come, I'm telling you. Right. Well, I mean, should we, was there anything else you want to talk about? No. Do you want to do the map before or after the bands? Um, we can do the map after. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, sure. so yeah, I mean, uh, there's a couple of bits that I wanted to, um, to touch on before we get into it. Um, Anti-Saint, what a great couple of guys they were. We spoke to, oh, um, so nice. Yeah, Andrew and Matthew. Um, White Man, I think, is their surname. <laughs> Pretty sure it's White Man. I'm sorry if it's not. Um, but yeah, the guitarist and singer from Anti Saint had them on the last episode. Absolutely awesome episode. Yes. Really, really fun. So if anybody hasn't listened to that, go back and listen to it. Listen to it. They, um, we, we, we found out that they have supported Drowning Ball on a tour. Andrew is actually... Um, front of house sound guy for drowning pool as well for their tour so he was doing both on that tour double duty yeah uh so i mean so they've done so many things and um I, I know i know they're low down on the bill they're opening the dog tooth stage and you know the numbers on spotify aren't massive but i'm telling you they're they're not a small band they're a new <laughs> band they mm. aren't gonna be that low down for very long no uh they were incredible they seem like they know what they're doing yeah, really, so, yeah. really, really nice guys. Very knowledgeable, funny as well. Um, yeah. And it helps that we genuinely really like the band. Like we said before, <laughs> yeah. we didn't know they were in the Discord and we were saying how much we liked them. And then yeah. all of a sudden they popped up and said, well, we'd love to come on the show. And we were like, okay, okay, <laughs> awesome. So yeah. that was, yeah, it was really cool. It was a really nice, it wasn't an interview. It was just a conversation. It was like having two yeah. other mates there from the, that we've got from America um yeah <laughs> they were really nice yeah really insightful cool guys i'm looking forward to meeting them in um in person and seeing them at download so yeah definitely go back one episode check out the anti-saint anti-saint interview um if you haven't because it's a it's a real good combo yeah definitely i mean i i knew he was in, in the discord um just for clarity i guess uh, but uh, so i knew he was 
because uh, when I give everybody the roles, I can see their little notes that they've put on themselves and they ah. said, guitarist of Anti-Saint. I was like, whoa, cool. He, like The guitarist of a band playing at Download has joined our Discord. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's public. Anybody can see it if they click on you. But I didn't know, obviously, I wasn't going to put a shout out in the Discord saying, hey, look at this guy. He's, he's playing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I waited for him to sort of introduce himself. And well, as, we as know we we know that they listen to the podcast. So, again, yeah. thanks for coming on, guys, because we really enjoyed yeah. that, and we're buzzing to see you at download as well, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Um, secret sets as well. I wanted to talk about. So, um, beer skip, beer skip. Yeah, beer skip, the, the general skip. consensus <laughs> is it might be limp biscuit. Uh, I thought that because you said that you saw. Andy Copping going backstage to see them. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like a lot of other people are thinking it'll be Limp Biscuit too, mm-hmm. which is uh, interesting. Uh, I don't know where yeah. it came from. I thought, because if, if you want to get it anywhere close to as epic as Metallica were in 2003, you don't want everybody to know about it. Obviously, it's a secret. You want it to be when not many people know or can see it. So I would put them on first thing in the morning before any other band. <laughs> I'd, oh, I'd, I'd put them on. I'd, I'd go, right, Limp Bizkit, you're playing 10 o'clock in the morning really? on Saturday. Do you know how much of a far that is for me to run from the campsite <laughs> to the arena? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that was how, that was why Metallica was so good because people didn't get the chance to see it. They missed it because it was a secret. I don't think there's any, been any other I don't really think Biscuit would say, put us on first thing. I, I It yeah. would be early, but it wouldn't be first band on. I wouldn't have thought. Oh, that's a cool yeah. idea. I like the theory behind it. I think that's really cool because yeah. it's that's a secret and it will be yeah. surprising, <laughs> which I like. But I think with my with my um, music cap on, I think that Biscuit would probably not agree to go on <laughs> first, I would have thought. Maybe in the middle of the day. Like, I think that'd be really yeah. cool. Just, yeah, Biscuit. Middle of the day, like, oh side splitter stage. Everyone would be running from the <laughs> arena back to the <laughs> District X. <laughs> fuck it put them on in the campsite do you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> that's a surprise <laughs> one ben- one band member per campsite <laughs> just a platform in the middle of each campsite raises up and you can see you can see them from everywhere <laughs> yeah i must say to be honest i'd love it to be biscuit because obviously i only saw them in april and they are just just brilliant they've always been there you know they're like corn slipknot they're bands you can always count on that to yeah. just be really great live. They're just they're live bands. They're all just fantastic musicians. You know, great risk, great songs. You can see that they still enjoy being musicians, playing all the songs. So, yeah, I I would I would be just so happy if it was Limp Bizkit. I really would. Yeah, me too. But uh, yeah, whether whether they do, whether they don't, whether they have any secret bands at all, they should. Mm. Everyone wants it, but every it doesn't make it a secret anymore after that. I don't yeah. think there's been a year where the, it stayed as a secret and it wasn't sort of leaked anywhere. It's just, beforehand. yeah, we've spoken about it before, though. It's just, it's just, it's so hard to keep stuff from lockdown. Like we keep on saying how annoying it is that, yeah. that, that the, um, the lineups leak because I want that heart pounding few seconds when they're announcing it and it comes on and like my heart's racing a million miles an hour because I'm like, oh my God, who's playing? And the leak has really ruined that download thing now where you're so happy when you see the lineup so yeah fingers crossed they have you know even if it's not in biscuit it'll be cool if they just had a secret band i just think that would be 
just really cool and saying very old school download haven't really continued to do that for the last few years but i think that was something that download had over other festivals when they would just be just a secret band like amazing (laughs) so cool yeah awesome Uh, well we'll we'll find out uh whether we find out beforehand like we said we normally do or whether it is actually contained as a secret i have a feeling that they'll they'll have question marks or a gap on the app and then they'll update it on the app like half an hour before or something and then everyone will look and go holy shit someone's playing so yeah, I have a feeling, yeah. or, or Facebook or whatever, they'll just go, oh, by the way, this band's playing and everyone will be like, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm sure people will find out closer to the time, obviously, but yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, well, yeah, on that, the app is updated. It updated around about a week ago. Um, so just in case anybody didn't know about it, uh, I know there was somebody in um, in my WhatsApp group didn't know that there was an app. So <laughs> there might be people who don't, um, you can download the app. It'll have the map in there. It has all the bands that are playing, all the stage times, all the bands that are playing across, like even the, the what's it called? We've said it loads of times. Takeover. District X. Take, and District, District X, X as yeah, well. Takeover. Yeah. No, the Takeover aren't on there. Oh, okay. It reason. might be on there when they do the stage times, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. but It's handy, it's though. Just... It's, it's very handy. So I think it's a really yeah. cool thing to have an app that you can just look at and go, hmm, okay, awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. And that, that, and they, they announced the secret acoustic sets in the village last year uh, through the app. Awesome. Um, one of them was Malevolence, wasn't there? And it was like, yeah, yeah three, at two o'clock, they said, oh, there will be a secret acoustic back band playing in the village tonight. And then at three o'clock, an hour later, they said, it's Malevolence. Malevolence <laughs> are the secret band playing tonight. <laughs> That's cool. I love that. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, not cool. They should keep it as a secret. Yeah, please. okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's cool that they can do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's um. <laughs> so I I never thought I would download the app. I I was I was always old school. I'm an old man. I was like, I don't need the app. I never had the app before. <laughs> but uh, you know, the app is cool. The app, the app mm. even if you're mm. old, the app is cool. Yeah, right? it's handy. Yeah, yeah, get <laughs> the app us, definitely. Trust us. Yeah, awesome. Um, there uh, is there anything else? There's, I think there's anything else. Fancy dress. We can talk about fancy dress. Yeah, let's talk about fancy dress because I'm gonna written down any other, any other notes. Okay. So just just really quickly, they have announced a fancy dress theme. Assuming it's going to be the Thursday, they haven't said yet, but it's, uh, the fancy dress is the Upside Down uh, from Stranger Things, if you haven't seen that. Probably Thursday because of Eddie Munson from Stranger Things played Master of Puppets on the bus in the episode, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But yeah, we don't know any more than that. I just thought I'd touch on it really quickly. Some people might not have heard. So shall we go into... The bands that are playing on the Thursday. No. Uh, before we do that, really quickly, talk about Discord, the Wednesday morning episode, the Patreon, everything we normally do. Discord is amazing. Come and join our Discord. We've got over 100 people in there now. It's absolutely amazing. We've had loads of people chatting in there, posting where they're from. We're almost certainly going to have a meetup now and uh, just, just get drunk together. It's going to be amazing. Awesome. Last thing before we go into the, the main topic, everybody, every, every band that's playing on Thursday, uh, Patreon. We've got a, some awesome Patreons already supporting us, helping us. We really, really appreciate everything you've done. If you want to support us on Patreon, um, the link will be in the in the episode description. Uh, we've got a couple of tiers, a £3 tier and a £5 tier. Uh, just support tiers at the moment. We, we will have lots of really cool stuff coming. Um, if you can, then we would absolutely love you forever. Really appreciate everything 
that everybody gives us and it will always go back into the podcast shall we bring in ronnie yeah here we go here we go stop ronnie come on running away come on get off the get off give me the give me give me the beer off the beers, all right. Download is a week away, I know, okay, but there's there's no need for that kind of behaviour, is there really, for you just to lay there pissed and then think you can still do the intro. Can you do it? Give me the bit, give me get off. Do the intro, Ronnie, come on. Week one week's download, let's go. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie. Okay. Let's get started then. All the bands playing on the Thursday. Yeah. Not as many bands this day. I'll just come in and say quickly, again, as always, the thing that I say, these bios are extremely hard to read. So bear with Adam if he stumbles over anything, because some of them are barely any sort of adoptable English that a normal person can read. So yeah, <laughs> just bear that in mind when Adam's <laughs> reading them out, okay? Yeah, awesome. Thank you. I, uh, I forgot to say that. I, I I have been trying to read through them during the day before doing this, but uh, I didn't get time today. I was I was typing up notes up until like about five minutes after <laughs> we were start. We sh- I should have been online talking. So uh, cool. excellent opening the Dogtooth stage on the Thursday. Then are a band called Snakes. I think that's how you how you pronounce it. S N A Y X. Snakes. Yeah, snakes. Snakes. Yeah. Um. Okay, the British alt-rock duo hailing from the southeast are renowned for ferocious live sets and visceral, hard-hitting bass riffs. The Serpents have supported international acts such as D-Boy, Kid Capici, Nova Twins, Tiger Cub, and more since their formation in late 2018. I almost read out my notes then. (laughs) As part of it, I should have made them a different colour. What do you think about Snakes? Um... Yeah, good. Um, yeah, it's like rock, uh, indie, alt rock stuff. It was really good. I liked the f- uh, the fuzzy bass. Um, the vo- the vocals and lyrics were really good as well. I was um, quite pleasantly surprised by them actually. At first, I was like, eh, and then I just left on it for a little while, and I was like, actually, they're quite good. I quite like them. So, um, fair place them for you know being an opener. But I think if you're in there straight away on a Thursday on the Thursday, I think they might actually be worth checking out. I think they'll be pretty good live. Yeah, and um, oh, yeah, also as well, you say straight away on Thursday, the bands will be starting a little bit later on Thursday, I think from about one o'clock, maybe. Oh, well, there you go, hopefully, yeah, plenty of time for people to get in, so yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, not for me, I thought they sounded a bit more punky. Um, Was there any punk in there? Yeah, there's a bit of punk in there as well, definitely, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, just uh, to me, it it sounded like they were trying to go for the old punk kind of sound, and uh, I was never into punk anyway. But uh, so yeah, not for me, not for not for me. Snakes. That was yeah, snakes. I'm a little snake. I'm a little mm. slippery snake. Uh, Mimi barks. Mimi is a genre mashing star in waiting who is bringing fresh and exciting material into the metal slash trap world. With heaps of aggression and attitude, she delivers a strong performance on any stage. Most recently, this was noticed by Kerrang magazine, who awarded her the Disruptor Award. Big things to come from Mimi barks in 2023. Nice. Uh, yeah, I put straight away reminded me of Ghost Main. Um, he's like an artist that does like trap slash okay. metal stuff. Um, he's really good though. I really, really, really like Ghost Main. Um, so yeah, this was like modern rap slash trap slash metal. Um, it was okay actually. Yeah, like this sort of stuff is becoming more and more 
um, popular to do in the sort of alternative world to mix trap beats with rap stuff and then have like metal guitars over it and a lot of electronics. Um, I'm more on board with it now than I first was when this sort of stuff started coming out. Um, it seems to be a lot of female fronted bands are doing this at the moment, which is fine. Um, but I didn't like it as much as I like Ghost Mame. I feel like he's more well-rounded than uh, Mimi Barks was, but I still think it was really good. And I think a lot of kids will definitely dig it. So yeah, I think she'll probably be worth seeing live as well. I would have thought looks a bit crazy okay. so i think it might be worth yeah. checking it out awesome yeah um wasn't for me it, yeah the rapping um i wrote dubstep was it dub was it dmb again was it, was it actually dubstep this time uh, I, I didn't remember. hear any dmb in it cause I, I only listened to a couple of tracks i probably heard the more uh trap metal stuff but okay I could um, it probably had wrong. some of that in it although yeah. you seem you don't seem to understand what drum and bass is and no. what dubstep <laughs> is but <laughs> so uh, so yeah we were talking just before and 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 I wrote dubstep, even though I thought D and B for a band, drum and bass. Uh, I don't know why I did that. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, I can't even think of what dubstep is now. I would say that it's if you uh, a, a standard drum and bass beat would be do do gat do gat do do gat. That's drum and bass, and then oh, dubstep will be uh, slower, but it will be more emphasis, less emphasis on the snare, more emphasis on the kick drum. So it'll be like boom 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 bat boom 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 bat like. It has more emphasis on sort of the low end, where drum and bass has that. As soon as you hear that, you know that that's sort of drum and bass style. I'd say that's the yeah. difference between the two. Obviously, they they blend in quite a lot because you get bands like Pendulum that really do blend those genres very well together. They have dubstep parts, then yeah. sort of goes over to D and B, then they have a little bit of rock stuff. So yeah, it's it's hard to differentiate between them. Original people that. Uh, like my friend Sim, who is an incredible dubstep producer, would say that all modern dubstep is shit apart from the really low-end, minimal dubstep stuff, which people consider to be the true dubstep, which, if you listen to it, you'd think it was completely different to what people consider to be dubstep. So right. there are different That's forms it. and versions. And, you know, electronic music's like metal. It has so many dips and curves and different versions, and that's been taken from that and then done to that. So I can see why it's very difficult to differentiate yeah. between any of these especially when people are molding things together when one minute it's deb stop deb stop the next minute it's drum and bass it's just like yeah. what is this so yeah i, I understand totally Bloody very difficult hell, to define <laughs> in, uh, i love that it's so interesting yeah and the fact that you can actually put that into words as well you know i i, I could have known that information but uh, my, my brain would have gone uh, nah I, <laughs> I can't describe that in any way possible <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your brain understands what's happening. I'm just better at funneling out of my mouth and talking yeah, absolute yeah. rubbish. That's why. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, that was Mimi Barks, not for me. Uh, I, I also think, yeah, not uh, my kind of thing. Caskets. Caskets are embracing vulnerability, having established an intricate blend of melody and riffs on their introductory Ghost Like You EP. The Leeds based five piece are now looking inward at the lessons they wish to impart. Is That's that it? it? For them. That's wow. It for okay. Them, yeah. Um, yeah, I I liked them. Um, they really it it's not it, it reminded me of reminded me a lot of holding absence. It sounded yeah. like holding absence, but a heavier version of that. So quite sort of powerful emotional style vocals, but with you know down tuned guitars and just heavier distortion. Um, yeah. It was good, but I didn't love it. 
they they are good. I know a lot of people are going on about this band because they have really really shut up within the last year or so. I know that a lot of the uh, northern guys go on about them because I th- I think they're from Leeds, um, yeah, or somewhere there. Yeah. So yeah. I've heard the TPD guys talking about them a little bit and stuff as well. So I oh, think okay. they're getting really, really big. And rightly so. They sound fantastic. Production was great. I didn't love it. Maybe I need to give it a few more listens. But yeah, it reminded me of a heavier version of Holding Absence, which is pretty cool. Very nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed you know, Caskets as well. Uh, I listened to quite a few songs of theirs. Um, is it? Do I like I think similar to you. Do I like them enough to get me to the arena if I'm not already there? Possibly not. Uh, I'll see if I'm there and who else is on at the time. But uh, yeah, mm. if I'm there and nobody else is on, then I'd definitely go and watch them. Yes, me too. That was Caskets. A.A. Williams. Forever Blue was A.A. Williams' album debut, a brilliantly dramatic, unique and intimate walk on the dark side that fused bold and smouldering hues of post-rock and post-classical. By turns, it was glacial and volcanic, blissful and violent, through moments of disarming, quiet and explosive volume, equally appealing to alt-rock and metal camps. That is not mm. how you want to write a, write a bio. No. That didn't tell me anything. It's hard to read. Yeah. I was yeah. of A.A. Williams. Um, she played last year as well. I think she pulled out last year. Oh, did she? she okay. Out, she was definitely on the thing because we spoke about her last time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, same thing as I last year. Really, really cool. Really different. There, there's you know a lot of classical stuff in there some sort of metally stuff occasionally some post-rock stuff really haunting vocals really nice soundscapes really different like really good she's very very talented i don't know if she what she plays in the band but vocals wise absolutely fantastic really interesting i honestly think i'm not sure how live this would be presented because it's it's really weird and different um i'd be interested to see what it would be like live but i have a feeling it would be very good and eerie and sort of haunting you know probably in that goth really goth zone of haunting stuff but sounds nice because you like to be kind of scared of music a little (laughs) bit like um but yeah i think she's really cool very talented music's very different completely different to anything on the entirety of the download lineup so yeah really really cool liked it yeah, I um, I, the stuff was quite slow, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, very uh, slow, very atmospheric, very yeah. yeah. And uh, so I, I didn't enjoy it. I, I... <laughs> we've established you want it now, and you want it now. <laughs> yeah, I was and say, if it like, doesn't come now, you don't want it. <laughs> want a bit of energy in my music. I mean, I'm sure that's for the same as a lot of people, but uh, yeah, oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, that's what I wrote down. And as I'm reading that, as I'm reading my notes, I'm thinking. Yeah, that's not very good notes, is it? <laughs> Most people feel that way. <laughs> it's okay to no. like other things, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. I understand that. I know you want you want energy in your music. You want forward movement. You don't yeah. want breaks put on. Uh, just like you said before, when you were like, "Oh, I listened to you listened to that's the spirit by um, Bring Me," which yeah. I don't think is is the best place to start necessarily. But the intro to Doomed is like a really weird long intro before it gets heavy, and I was like. He'll like when this kicks in, but he'll hate this whole fucking first bit because it doesn't kick in for like 60 seconds or whatever. Yeah. And then I add it, he's going to be sitting there going, oh, is this going to kick in at any point? <laughs> so I already know that that's not the sort of stuff that you like. So that's fine. Yeah, I like yeah. it that we've established this now. Yeah, uh, that was A.A. Williams. Before we go to the next band. Yeah, on that, 
I'm sure I heard what well, well, I can't think of which band it was now that I listened to today. But I, I remember thinking, hang on, this is what used to happen before breakdowns existed. <laughs> what remember. was it? I don't remember. Ah, oh, but we need to find out. We need to remember what that is because I, I want to know what that is. It was like, yeah, it, maybe like it sort of slowed down and it has like more of a melodic guitar in the background instead of just going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down tuned open yeah. string breakdown. It's <laughs> pretty standard these days. Yeah. It's like because breakdowns. every every band down tunes. So if you just play anything on that, you know, top string but bottom string, it it sounds disgusting. So you yeah. you don't need to do much. And if you get the drummer playing saying awesome, you've got a modern metal breakdown, which everyone, see, which is why when you listen to bands like Holding Absence, and they don't have breakdowns, they have lovely, beautiful, you know, reverb guitar bits, and it feels yeah. so refreshing when you're like, oh, it's just a beautiful guitar bit before the chorus kicks in not yeah. a disgusting open string like <laughs> fucking breakdown so i get it dude like totally yeah, yeah i'm yeah. with you on that it is I refreshing don't. when you don't hear a breakdown yeah as much as i, I love it, breakdowns i love breakdowns i hate breakdowns. but there are so many of them <laughs> I, I get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah this next band it might have been this next band uh so it's hacken or haken what do you think it is i think it's hacken hacken yeah I think so, but... If you're talking about modern progressive rock and don't bring up Hacken, you're doing it wrong. Since the South English Sextet started jamming together in 2004, they've been one of the genre's most loyal yet simultaneously adventurous forces. Every album they've released is distinct from all the rest, but they're all tied together by their incalculable time signatures, fearless songwriting and majestic vocals. And of course, they're critically... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and of course they're critical acclaim i don't think that sentence finishes very well that's weird <laughs> no weird to... these ones are stopping very abruptly yeah um go on hacken uh yeah uh i mean like prog metal tech metal also a lot of 70s prog influences there because they've got like a, a synth player as well vocals were brilliant um comparable to like the um they reminded me of the australian prog rock slash metal bands like butterfly effect carnival in a lot of ways um i really really liked this band i was like how have i not been listening to this band this is just the type of thing that i like um so i've added them to playlists i i i really this is the one thing early just as a spoiler alert that might drag me in early on the earlier than i probably would have gone in on the thursday because these guys are just excellent and i'm I'm sad that i haven't discovered them sooner because they're brilliant mm, exactly the same as you yeah i've never heard of them before like the the prog in them uh I, I mean i think i went back and listened to some older stuff as well um but there, there's a couple of bits that kind of reminded me of six yes very techy dude yeah yeah spot on i think yep. there's a bit in if you weren't so perfect where it's sort of it's not a breakdown it's like a bit maybe i think it was this band where it's sort of like they're tapping a little bit Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. Like just sort yeah. of soft. Not not tapping like crazy like a guitar solo, but tapping a soft melody yeah. out. And yeah, it I was gonna say, remind me of six, bit of Dream Theatre. I don't really know many other prog bands. Um I'd never heard of either of the two bands you said. So if probably... you like these guys, you'll like Butter Effect Butterfly Effect and Carnival. Very yeah. similar, really great, you know, like great vocals, brilliant vocalists. Really proggy, sort of techy guitars. 
you know, yeah. lovely um, instrumental parts that just have gorgeous reverb and oh, just I love all that sort of stuff when people really just play with those guitars like we're both huge sixth fans yeah. just like those guys like you know criminally underrated band for the talent that they have yeah. so yeah these guys fall into different but fall into the same sort of category of prog metal bands yeah really yeah. good but yeah i mean when i was listening to some of their older stuff i was i was thinking i could just get lost in this album like just put the album on and just that would all would be all i could concentrate on um yeah Whereas that other bands, I'll sort of go up and do other things. Uh, they, they, they seem quite culty, I would say. It, 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 the kind yes. of band, but prog is like that anyway. You know, when yeah. they, they don't have as many fans, but they have super fans. They have more dedicated fans. Yeah, they'll um, always be packed out for a gig because it's just the super fans, and you yeah. get occasion random people going, "Oh, this is tasty." But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get you. Like sick that that play in, play at the main stage of download. No one's there. Play at their own gigs. They all sell out. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. just standard like prog band. Yeah, very yeah. cool. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to check out more of their stuff. And like I said, I just I could just get lost in their music. I think just get lost in their albums. Yeah, really enjoyed it. That was Hacken. Very good. Yeah, Perturbator. Pertur. <laughs> That's a really hard word to say. It Pertur- is. Yeah, Perturbator. <laughs> Perturbator. Me tracker. <laughs> that was the most Somerset you've ever said a band name on this podcast. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't actually have me tractor in, in, in the write-up. Perturbator, who received massive acclaim as the face of retro-inspired dark electronic music, breaks free from the ubiquitous cliche, cliches of synthwave. If the, if the new model EP signalled a drastic sound departure in Perturbator's Uver, <laughs> is this a word? O e u v r e. I no don't idea. know. Maybe it's like the Louvre. Yeah, it's a bit like the Louvre. The Louvre. So perturbators Uver, lustful sacraments. Uh, I'll start that again anyway. But I'm going to keep that bit in. If the new model EP signalled a drastic sonic departure in perturbators Uver, lustful sacraments witness further reinvention. Ushering fans into deeper, uncharted territories. Uh, well, even reading that pretty much correctly, it didn't make much sense. <laughs> um, yeah, Perturbator. Yeah, well, I'd like any sort of synthwave. These guys are dark synthwave. In other words, this is something that you would have in a club in an in a Terminator movie. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, Arnie. Like if you took. Um, the music from in the club in the beginning of Blade and the music in the first Terminator movie when um, Arnold Schwarzenegger is chasing John Connor, um, uh, Sarah Connor, in that, put those two together and down-tune it all and you've got Perturbator. Really dark synthwave, you know, pumping, massive synth, fucking just push straight on the keys. Um, a little bit of sort of metal-y vibe as well with some of the beats and stuff. Um, some of the best production ever. Um, any synthwave band always has absolutely outstanding produc- uh, production. And I saw these guys at Download 2018, and it was incredible. Um, my neck hurt so much from just doing this <laughs> up and down, just to the base, just oh, just pure dark. It's like comparable comparable to if synthwave's a genre like metal. Uh, dark right. synthwave is the black metal of synthwave so it's the dark dingy you know you get some synthwave bands that are really um upbeat 
and beautiful sounds and really nice keys overflowing it where it's quite positive. This is sort of on the low end, like the lawn ashore of of synthwave, basically, you know, really right. heavy, uh, yeah. really thumping, really disgusting, dark um, tones. But I love it because I like that. I like that version of metal. So I like that version of electronic music as well, where it's down dark tempo. So yeah, if you like, if you like black metal or deathcore, I really think you will enjoy this on an electronic <laughs> level. It's it's comparable to that. Um, you know, if you're comparing the two genres, um, and yeah. they are brilliant, brilliant live, absolutely fantastic. Saw them in 2018, did not regret it. So yeah, really, really cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I is not for me. A bit, a bit too much synth for me. I've I've got the kind of thing you would have um, sort of low underneath the the commentary of your space presentation. You'd have this in the background <laughs> underneath, um, yeah, or, or like a space flight simulator where sort of you're just like in a three D, uh, you know, a simulator or something. And oh yeah, synthwave the planets. Yeah, synthwave's all about that, dude. We, yeah. You know it. You got it. Spot on, mate. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Although uh, I will that... say, if I was going to do a soundtrack, which we will do, by the way, in the Discord at one point, I am going to do my space presentation for everyone uh, in the Discord. Awesome. Um, but I would probably put something a little bit more dreamy in the background, like Tangerine Dream, maybe some 70s proggy synthwave stuff. I think that would be okay. more fitting. <laughs> but you're totally right. Yeah. Going through space and you've got a robot sitting next to you and you're flying through space and you want those. Then you're going to be right there with Perturbator. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, I think that they are headlining the dog tooth stage, aren't they? They headlined it last time in 2018. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, so opening the Avalanche stage is Tigress. Tigress are a British rock band from Chelmsford, England. Formed in September 2015, Tigress originally performed under the name The Hype Theory. And during this time, the band's sound was far more pop rock and pop punk focused. I think I got that from Wikipedia. They had nothing on Downloads website. So oh, okay. Not really much. I mean, it tells you about the band, which some bands don't do in their bio. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just says a word. Um, what, what do you think of Tigress? Uh, yeah, good. I don't have really too much to say about them. I don't think it was anything spectacular on first listen. Um, like alt rock kind of stuff. Some good riffs in there. Um, but I've written, yeah, it was okay. Didn't didn't grab me from, from the get-go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I quite liked what I heard, actually. Um, probably not enough to get me into the arena first thing in the morning, well, first thing early afternoon. Um, the female-fronted band, and um, I thought it kind of, it, there's probably other bands closer to what they are, but I, I thought they kind of sort of like Marmosette, Marmosettes kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, that was Tigress. I almost forgot it. Um, next up is... Fearless Vampire Killers, formed in 2008, fought hard to win the attention of music fans and talcum powder enthusiasts for eight years before reaching an unfortunate breaking point and going their separate ways. Five friends, inseparable for all that time, were torn asunder and left to lick their wounds, trying to figure out where their place in the world was without the band and gut to other, where their world, where the place in the world was without the band to guide and support them. What happened next for both good and ill was the simple and, inevit and inevitable passing of time and living of life. All five strive to keep busy and reclaim some of their independence and personal relationships, but when you've been friends since toddlerdom, 
shared some of the most important life experiences together and still have an all-consuming passion for making music, it seemed inevitable that FVK would ride again, one way or another. I like that. That's a really nice write-up. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, the band, very strange, very strange. <laughs> a weird mix of 2000s emo with goth, sometimes sounding like the lighter side of Avenged Sevenfold, sometimes having metal riffs. It was really weird. I couldn't get my head around it. Right. I wasn't too sure about the vocals. They sounded very odd, um, right. even though they've got a lot of plays. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't for me. It was I. I couldn't put my finger on what I didn't like about it and what I did like about it. it was okay, the, it was the one thing the whole day that I couldn't get my head around. I couldn't absorb what they were presenting to me. Nice. Um, okay, so yeah, strange one. <laughs> uh, I just I've just got general rock, nothing gripping me really. Um, yeah, it was fearless vampire killers, punk rock factory. High-energy punk rock powerhouses Punk Rock Factory make easy work of their special brand of punk covers. Now armed with their sixth studio album, It's Just a Stage We're Going Through, a punk rock homage to stage and screen, the band are set to continue breaking new territories and expanding their fan base worldwide, proving that they're a whole lot more than just a cover band. Yeah, um, fun band. Somehow I've seen them twice in the last two years. (laughs) The first two words I've got is fun band. Yeah, they, they are. They're fun. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, somehow we saw them at Downey last year, and I watched them at Bloodstock as well. So they do like, oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. They do like covers of all sorts of stuff. You know, virgin from like, um, you know, famous TV shows that we used to like, like Power Rangers, Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. They do, um, loads of Disney songs. Then they do loads of like random covers of bands. Um, yeah, all very strange, but all very fun. They're just a band that you can watch and. If you know what cover they're playing, you'll have a good time. Um, but yeah, I thought they were enjoyable. And if you're on the stage watching them, you'll probably have some fun just listening to the types of covers and stuff that they do. So yeah, cool yeah. band. Entertaining, yeah. definitely. I, I think once you've heard them on on like, on like record or on uh, a, a digital version of them, I guess, it's not too much different when it's live. Uh, I've written, mm. <laughs> it's, it's listenable. Uh, probably fun for people who like dancing. <laughs> i don't like dancing yeah. um i mean it was it was all right yeah I, I could watch it from from a back a little bit but yeah i got a bit bored quite quickly again because i don't okay. like dancing i wasn't getting in there like jumping around having fun yeah but i mean it's still very good aren't they I, yeah i've listened yeah. to a lot of their stuff a lot of their disney songs as well really a lot good. of fun yeah cool that was punk rock factory uh mom jeans uh, I think I had to get this one off of Wikipedia as well, so it's not too much. Mom Jeans uh, is an American alternative rock slash indie rock band formed in Berkeley, California in 2014. Um, yeah, there really wasn't much else. They, they went into a lot of facts <laughs> after that, and I'm like, I'm not just going to read out what their album names are, what the band members' names are. So that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, Mom Jeans I've got here. Yeah, rock slash indie stuff. A um, little bit of punky stuff in there. I've just written sounded good, but not for me. Didn't didn't grip me in any way. They sounded good, like sounded good, and nothing, nothing wrong with them at all. Just yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a fan of Mum Jeans, I'm sure they'll be very good. Awesome. Yeah, I, I I quite liked them months ago when I first listened to them when they first announced. Uh, listening listening to them again on the for this, it was just a bit a bit boring, really. A bit uh, everything's been everything they're doing has been done before. They're not putting anything new to it. 
Uh, and that was uh, Mum Jeans, or Mom Jeans even. Mom. Hmm. Uh, state champs. Younger than Gen X, punk heroes like Billy Joe Armstrong and Mark Hoppus, older than Willow and Trippy Red, the foursome balances energy and experience as a new generation re- as a new generation resurrects angst, unrest on TikTok and machine gun telic <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> as a new generation resurrects angsty unrest on TikTok and machine gun Kelly puts guitars back on the mainstream chart, state champs double down on the vibrant pop punk they've championed for a decade. They were several steps ahead of the seismic sonic shift. They are an arena-ready rock band with the freedom of punk's soul. I don't know. They're not that big, are they? Arena-ready? I don't know. I don't know. They seem like they're quite big. Uh, I've literally got my notes. took about 10 seconds for me to go, (laughs) no. That uh, same (laughs) same vocals that you cannot stand. Yes. Um, If you don't know what we're talking about, the the really American pop-punk-sounding vocals just great on me so much that the music could be the best music in the world but as soon as that vocal comes in i i can't listen to it for more than 10 seconds so all you pop punk heads i'm sure state champs are very good in that genre um because they seem like they're doing very well for themselves if that's the sort of thing you enjoy i'm sure you'll like them a lot that's awesome um but yeah not the sort of stuff that i like at all yeah it won't for me either to be fair um pop punk that's about it um that was state champs who are headlining the avalanche stage wow fair play to a man well done yeah uh opening the opus stage is uh cherry bombs cherry bombs bring an entire new way to experience rock and roll music combining daredevil arts with feminine power fearless and dynamic performances feature dance fire aerial grinding stilt walking and so much more that's it right prepare yourself for this Go on. Here we go. I've got cherry bombs, question mark. I'm Ron Burgundy. Cherry bombs? Couldn't work out which band this was. On our poster, it says cherry bomb. But on the download poster, it says cherry bombs. And to confuse that even more, there's quite a big band on YouTube called Cherry Bomb, spelt C-H-E-R-R-I. I was highly confused. Okay. <laughs> so I could not work out who this was supposed to be. Ah, good point. Maybe I got it wrong as well. Well, hang on. Let's see if I got it right because they do have links. Where's my where's my fucking? They do have links to all of their social media. Yeah, when you go into the band underneath the write up, they have links to the. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, I did not do that. <laughs> I just typed it in places and couldn't work it out. Cherry bombs. Ooh. It is cherry bombs. C H E R R Y B O M B S. We only got twenty videos. Okay. I think I think I listened to the right ones. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> my notes. Well, I mean, my 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 notes are yeah, a bit weird. Not interested. Yeah. Well, I couldn't work out how it was, so I don't know. <laughs> that was my, might be my fault. Could have been. No, could have been Damage's fault. It's just funny. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny that I was so confused by it. I was literally like, "What the f- hell is going on here?" <laughs> cool. Um. Yeah, that was Cherry Bombs, or it wasn't Cherry Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Cherry Bombs? Cherry Bombs? <laughs> um, okay, let's keep going. Cancer Bats. Uh, with 17 years under their belt, including seven acclaimed studio albums, five Juno Award nominations, and countless tours around the globe, Cancer Bats have become an undeniable force within within the world of heavy music. 
one of the hardest working bands in the industry, Cancer Bats have graced the covers and pages of countless taste-making publications, including Kerrang! Exclaim! Huh. Exclaim have an exclamation part mo- mo- mark at the end of the name. <laughs> Kerrang! And ex- I've never heard of Exclaim. No. Revolver and Rock Sound. With Cancer Bats... With can- <laughs> Put me off now. With Cancer Bats playing some of the biggest stages they have to date, they're proving time and time again that these party that, that these party metal anthems are here to stay. Uh, they've been around for a long time, as I said. I have never been that uh, interested mm. in them. I they've been, been a band for me that a lot of people have told me about. Um, they've always sort of been there. They've been on a lot of lineups. I've been to a lot of stuff like that. I always listen to them and I go, "I'm going to give them a chance," and it never does it for me. Yeah, I always go. They're good, obviously, but again, one of those bands I can't even force myself to get into, which is a bit of a shame because I know a lot of people love this band. Yeah. Um, they, but yeah, yeah, they do a lot. Just, I just I can't can't get into them. No, but like I said, a lot of people love them. Like again, but like I said about Hacken, Colty, the the people who yeah. like them love them. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I've got. It just reminds me of older bands, a bit like sort of Billy Talent kind of thing. That's it. So, similar to you, I've yeah. never got into them. I've never actually listened to them before today, though. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Uh, never tried, but yeah, it wasn't for me. Cool. That was Cancer Bats. Uh, the Bronx. The Bronx formed in 2002, releasing their self-titled debut album the following year. Over the Los Angeles-based band's 19-year career. The band has released six original albums as the Bronx and three albums under their alter ego, Mariachi El Bronx. Quite cool. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, it's a similar story with the Bronx, but I actually like quite a few Bronx songs. So again, like Cancer Bats, the Bronx have always been, people have always been telling me they're really good. They're, they sit in that sort of stuff that you would like in that kind of post-hardcore kind of stuff um, with punk elements as well. Um, listen to them. And I did. And now I like quite a few Bronx songs, um, which is good because it's taken me way, way too long to get into this band. I should have got into them when they released their their early stuff, really. Um, But yeah, I have been listening to them a lot more. I stuck them on my download playlist, which I listen to quite frequently. And whenever one of their songs comes on, I'm like, yeah, this is a tune. Really good. So yeah. Uh, Yes, I do kind of like the Bronx now. It's taken me a long time to get there. It might be the same story of Cancer Bats down the line. But yes, the Bronx are very cool. And if I'm already in the arena at this point, which I think I might be, I will probably be watching Bronx. Cool. So yeah, looking forward to seeing them live. Excellent. 100 Reasons. This is a long one. The path to the first 100 Reasons album in a decade and a half may well have taken many detours for the Aldershot Quartet as as lives. Roles and responsibilities diverged, but ultimately their route back to the one another came as something of a natural process. The creative urge seemingly never left the band. Colin Doran, Larry Hibbett, Andy Gilmore, Andy Boos, Bo, B W, Bo, Boo, Boo. I don't know how to say that. Boo. B E W S. How would you say that? Was that B? B E W S. Like news, I guess. Boos. Yeah, news. Boos. Yeah. Boos. Excellent. Andy Boos. And their first session back together became less about recapturing the magic of their previous four studio albums or addressing unfinished business and more satisfying. a... Gr- and more satisfying, a growing urge to be creative together once more. They set about fanning the flame of, of a spark that was never truly extinguished, aiming to capture spontaneity at its rawest form, 
and later hone and perfect their work with the band's own Larry Hibbert on production duties. Consequently, Glorious Sunset is a vivid, is a vivid, exciting, and as fresh as fresh a collection as they have ever produced. Distinctly, hundred reasons and full of fire. Oh, that one wasn't easy. It was long and not easy. Very long. Yeah, hundred reasons. They're an interesting one because they absolutely blew up in the early two thousands. Yeah, them they were really big. I liken them a lot to Hell Is for Heroes, a band that I love. Uh, like a lot more than 100 Reasons, but very similar musically. Um, Hell is for Heroes are a little bit more raw and I think a bit better. But 100 Reasons, you know, they have that alt-rock British kind of sound, almost verging on um, heavier territory in parts. Um, but I think they've got a really good singer, really different, um, very good band. It's a bit of a shame that they kind of fell off and obviously disappeared for a long time. And then now they're sort of back again, which is great. Um, very similar to Hell is for Heroes. Hell is for Heroes done really well, didn't quite do as well, then broke up and didn't make anything up until like last year. Um, so I always sort of just have those two bands mirroring each other because they were um, around and at the same time and played very um, yeah. similar gigs. And they're both playing Trees, which is a, a oh. quite a big deal for a lot of people that were fans of that early 2000 uh, British alt rock stuff. Um, but yeah, I really like them. I think they're really good. Um, apparently, they're bloody brilliant live from what I've heard. Um, so might be if I'm staying there for the Bronx, I might possibly stay and watch 100 Reasons because I think that um, that would actually be really cool to see them after so long um, being such a sort of well-loved band and being away, you know away and not really sort of out in the limelight for that long. But yeah, yeah. really, really good. Really like them. Yeah, um, I... I've never really listened to any of their albums or anything, but I have I have quite liked them, some of the singles that I've heard. Um, I don't know why. I just always want to liken them to All American Rejects, but I don't think they're as similar as I think. Like maybe it's the looks of the band or or something. No, it's yeah, kind of, I don't know. All American Rejects are a bit more. They're rocky as well, yeah. alt rocky, but they're a little bit more sort of emo-y, punky than Hundred Reasons are. Hundred Reasons. Have, quintessentially british alt rock more i would say but i can hear guitar yeah. tone similarities between them yeah. as well so i, I get that they have a little bit of um emo funeral flavor as well with some of the yeah sort of chuggier early 2000s emo riffs so i get that comparison as well yeah it makes sense but i i, I mean I, I don't know if it's just because all american rejects came around just as 100 reasons were stopping and they sort of filled the gap that they have maybe like because it's easy listening sort of yeah quite soft ro- softer rock maybe i don't know yeah maybe they, but um yeah I, I i saw them actually i saw them they were headlining oh, the second stage at ozfest 2002 mm. uh, which was inside inside the big the big um, wow. building next to the racetrack and nice uh, yeah I, I quite enjoyed it yeah I went in there it started raining during system of a down and um, ah. getting blue hair you just in, in my going hair. Going so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know, I, was, I, was, I had this written down, and it's happened to come up now. I, I was going to say at the beginning of the show, and I was like, no, nah, we haven't got time for that. It's a bit of a story that we don't need to go into, but it's come up, which is weird. I saw a friend of mine um, who came to Ausfest 2002, and uh, he, he was talking about it, because I obviously said I'd do the podcast about it, download now. And he was saying, oh, yeah, when we were, we were listening to System of a Down, and we had the blue hairspray in our hair. I haven't seen that for years. 
I don't even know that it still can exists. Can tear spray. I yeah. love it. Does it? It must do. It must do. Yeah, because I've used it for Halloween before. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. So it, it definitely does. When it yeah. was raining for System of a Down, we started getting the blue hair dye in our eyes. So we went inside. <laughs> and uh, and I specific, specifically remember it was um, it was Kitty on um, in the middle of nice. like, playing. Like We probably went in there like in the middle of their set. Followed by El Nino, then 100 oh. Reasons. And, oh, that's uh, awesome. It was all really good. Yeah, all amazing. Yeah, that's wicked, man. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so no, I quite enjoyed them at the time. Like I said, I never really got into their albums, but uh, yeah, I think they're all right. Yeah, it might be worth a watch, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that was 100 Reasons. We can get some blue hairspray <laughs> and we can, I'll, I'll do it with you, man. We'll spray, some, we'll spray some blue hairspray on and we'll go watch 100 Reasons. There you go. Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> we can put some streaks in my hair some billy eilish <laughs> slash matt from bullet streaks in my hair let's do it yep <laughs> <laughs> see i bet nobody had that last year at uh new metal day new metal fancy dress day when i, when I bought the, the the spray on hairspray color hairspray like I, said, I completely forgot that it existed until yeah, dude it was... it's just weird dying hair now i mean to be fair I haven't even... I had dyed blonde hair at Download 2019. So it hasn't even been that long that I've had dyed hair at a <laughs> festival before because I had completely blonde hair at Download 2019. Yeah. I think I had red in my hair at the front in my spikes for Download 2007. I think I had some dye in my hair for 2006 as well where I shaved the sides. I shaved one side of my head and left the other side long. Yeah. And then we done something, some crazy. I used to do so much crazy shit with my hair, man. Now it's yeah. so boring. It's just long hair, but yeah, I miss doing all that. Like, fair enough, you know. We, we, we you know, I know we're only twenty five, but um, I don't want to lose my hair, and I already have alopecia where my hair randomly falls out, yeah. and I do not want to agitate that anymore by dyeing my hair or putting shit in. But spray can, I will spray something in my hair. So yeah, I won't. Yeah, I haven't touched my hair. Uh, for for fans, if we're gonna do a meet, bring some hair to spray bring with you, man. Let's all spray our hair together. Let's do some crazy shit this year. Let's get red, <laughs> blue, green, whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Awesome. <laughs> uh, let's let's move on from that, please. Um, <laughs> uh, Pucifer, born somewhere in the Arizona desert, Pucifer is an electro rock band, multimedia experience, traveling circus, and alien abduction survivors. <laughs> the group's catalogue consists of three full-length studio albums, V is for Vagina, uh, Conditions of My Parole, and One oh, and Money Shot. In addition to a series of EPs and remixes, beyond the core trio of Maynard James Keenan, Matt Mitchell, and Karina Round, uh, the group's ever-evolving ecosystem encompasses a cast of characters such as Billy D and his wife Hilde Berger, Major Douche, Special Agent Dick Merkin, and many more. Well, I don't fucking understand that. What, what the hell a Pucifer? <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, very odd. Like, I like Tool. I like A Perfect Circle. I probably like A Perfect Circle more than I like Tool, but I like both. I know that Maynard James Keenan is a very interesting person who likes to make all different types of music, and Pucifer are exactly that. Very strange um, you know, electronic stuff, rocky stuff, sometimes a few heavier sort of toolish moments in there. It's like a weirder version of a perfect circle. Um, yeah, I like everything he's always involved in. It's always very proggy. It's always pushing the boundaries of 
whatever genre it's in. Um, definitely the most experimental out of his bands. Uh, for the ones I've heard, I know he's got a couple of others as well. Um, but out of Tool, Perfect Circle and Pucifer, they're definitely the, the weirdest out of them. Um, but yeah, I like them. I think they'll be a really interesting watch live. But I think I watched one of their sets at like um, Vacan or someone like that. I put it on randomly on uh, YouTube a couple of years ago. And I was like, this is weird, but really good as well. Like very different. So um, yeah, and I know a lot of people that are just fans of Maynard will just go and watch whatever he does anyway. He's, just, yeah. he's like Mike Patton, basically. You know, Mike Patton goes and does whatever he wants and everyone just goes and watches <laughs> his bands because they're always fucking, he's singing in Italian or, you know, doing something extra. These yeah. people just, their brains run on musically a different level. They're always wanting to change stuff and do weird stuff. So yeah, I like Putifer. Um, I think there will be a very interesting watch i think that they'll be really really good live so yeah very very good and a good addition to the lineup to put some weird proggy sort of stuff in there yeah definitely awesome uh yeah that was pucifer and headlining the main edition (laughs) is skindred skindred are a totally unique and quintessentially british band from newport in wales who successfully combine elements of metal reggae punk rock and electronica to blistering effect they are also seen as one of the best and most exciting and explosive live acts in the uk and have been nominated for numerous best uk live act awards as well as being voted best uk live act and winning metal hammer's prestigious golden god awards <laughs> all my notes all i've written for skindred is skindred <laughs> so i didn't need, <laughs> so need, you need to, to say write really. anything I mean, it's the typical thing. There were so many great memes, people being shared, like, you know, download, don't know what to do. They can't book a band. Go and get skin dread. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. I think I think this might be the biggest download streak ever now. So they played 2019, the pilot, last year, and this year. Yeah. That's four years in a row. Yeah. I think that is the longest streak any band has had at download playing four in a row i know sleep taken sleep taken played like two or three if you count the pilot yeah but no one i don't think anyone's done four in a row before counting the pilot as a as a festival obviously so Depends. from memory i might have to look that up but i know i mean apart, apart me and my brother were saying the other day he goes well apart from miles kennedy because he seems to be there in some shape or form every single year <laughs> the people you say that I'm like, about oh, yeah. taylor yeah there, yeah like, like that, yeah Corey year. taylor skin dread like people were saying is it even a download if you if you if you don't have slipknot maiden or skin dread playing <laughs> <laughs> like you have to have one of those bands playing at least um one of the years otherwise it's not a download festival yeah. um but all that aside i know skin dread have played a lot and it's become a bit of a running joke they are absolutely incredible live they are a brilliant band that are enjoyable on almost every level very entertaining benji is a great front man their sound is perfectly bouncy for live music they're great on on spotify but they're even better live if you've never seen skindred before you're a first time downloader or someone that just hasn't watched them honestly go and watch skindred they'll be headlining the second stage it's gonna be a party it's gonna be absolutely fantastic for skindred fans and neutrals that will just come and watch them because they've heard their skindred are live like they are absolutely fantastic and i know it's you know they're playing again but it is a huge steal for them because yeah it's going to be great them headlining i mean taking that headline spot must be 
brilliant for them you know like yeah. five finger death punch are a huge band huge huge but much bigger than skin dread so for them to step up and be able to headline the stage is yeah. quite a big deal actually um yeah i agree with everything you said there skin dread i've said on the on the on the show before i've probably seen them they're like the second most type band i've seen set band the second most amount of times i couldn't get the wording right then but um <laughs> i've seen them a lot they're always good live i can't i can't listen to them on spotify i just can't listen to them like oh yeah on cd i can't put just put them on to listen to but live they're incredible all the time yeah i want to say it depends if you're counting the village bands because i know uh somebody we can talk about later as well uh cunt and the gang or just the cunt mm-hmm. or whatever he's going as i am almost certain he was there at least three times in the doghouse <laughs> okay it could be four four times in a row but I, I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know where it will be documented either because they don't tend to have that kind of stuff written down. But yeah. No. But but yeah, just saying bands that play on the actual stages, yeah. stages, yeah. we think it might be the longest streak oh, that it's got to be. has ever happened. It's got to yeah, be. 100%. Yeah. I, don't think, I doubt there's anybody who's done it even more than twice. But Skindred, but yeah, like you said, Skindred have got it in them to be able to do that. Anybody else, yeah. I think, and people would have got fed up and annoyed. 100%. Yeah. But I think they're so entertaining and they put on such a, a brilliant show. It's always worth having them on the lineup, even if, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't booked them, you haven't phoned them yet, right? We'll, we'll stick Skindred <laughs> on there just in case. You know? <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> Every great. festival in the entire world has Skindred on their lineup. And they, they might I literally, I saw, I, saw, I saw them in 2019. I saw them at the pilot. Then I saw them at Bloodstock. And then I saw <laughs> them again at Download. I've seen Skindred four times in the last two or three years like it's <laughs> yeah, it's insane they just keep playing festivals and i'm going to 2000 trees and they're fucking and they're playing there. 2000 trees as well do you know one thing i did think about when they first announced them though i mean they're playing a lot which is great i i do wonder if it would hurt them sort of on their own tours though if, if they're doing so many festivals all the time like you they, they might announce a, a tour of just them their own tour and you might go, oh, I don't need to see them because I've seen them like five times in the last two years. Yeah, yeah. I still think, though, because they're so good, I still think yeah. they'll they'll always sell tickets live, especially. I think, honestly, one of the best lineup gigs, one of my favourite gigs I've ever seen was in Bristol in 2016. It was Head PE, Crossfaith and Skin Dread. Mm, yeah. And it was absolutely incredible. Every band was amazing yeah. that was one of literally one of my favorite gigs nice. ever awesome and it was yeah head pe cross faith and then skin dread yeah. it was what was that absolutely amazing that was in bristol 2016 yeah which venue uh o2 bristol o2 oh, okay yeah cool I've been yeah too, that um... was fantastic so yeah i've been i mean yeah just skin dread are just always always great and again another band you know we, we say this about bands getting up and that i've been watching skin dread at download since 2006 and they played on the what was what is now the Dogtooth stage, which is then just the, the third or fourth stage, whatever it was. Yeah. So, you know, they've done that thing again, haven't they? They played on the main stage last year, quite high up in the day, and now they've managed to steal a headline set of the second stage. So, yeah. And it's, listen, homegrown talent as well. They are, I, I always feel like I'm more proud of the British bands because I feel like they belong to us. It's great that we have loads of American bands and European bands and stuff playing, but I always think that, you know, we should just just love love these British bands just a little bit more because we've sort of you know they've been a part of our music scene and they've adapted it and yeah. I just I really I really really like Skindred and I'm I'm actually really happy for them 
because they seem so nice as well that um that they get in this opportunity awesome awesome yeah so uh, i was skin dread uh, yeah so yeah like we said that was uh they're, they're headlining the second stage so opening the main stage is mammoth wvh and uh you might remember i said that stands for will van Val, will van, will van yeah. halen will van halen it's yeah. wolfgang van halen how could i forget it... the name wolfgang <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah i was wrong with that one first impressions last a lifetime wolfgang van halen has prepared a lifetime prepared a lifetime to make his first impression the songwriter vocalist and multi-instrumentalist worked tirelessly tirelessly toward the introduction of Mammoth, his self-titled 2021 debut album. Playing every instrument and singing each and every note, his music presents a, presents a personal and powerful perspective, balancing memorable hooks and tight technicality. As many times as audiences have experienced his talent alongside the likes of Tremonti, Clint Lowry and of course Van Halen, they meet Wolf as an individual for the very first time now. Uh, that is a really good write-up as well. I really like yeah. that. Yeah, a pretty good. It's like a Americana rock stuff, very American esque rock. It was okay, pretty standard. I don't think it was that spectacular, or nothing different from that anyone's done before. Um, but I could see why a lot of people at download would like it. Um, but I wasn't really too fussed. Okay, cool. I didn't listen to it. I don't know why. <laughs> I think I had to stop at Skindred to have tea today, and then came back, forgot I hadn't finished the main stage bands and went and did the takeover bands and uh, came back you. to put the just these write-ups in. But I actually didn't actually listen to them. <laughs> so I haven't listened to any of these. Cool. That's uh, all right. Uh, that was uh, Mammoth, WVH. Ginger, through their relentless hard work, non-stop touring and critically acclaimed chart-breaking releases, gaining over 250 million streams slash views across all platforms globally, Ginger are truly one of the modern metal's hottest and most exciting bands around today. The band has become synonymous with doing things their own way and breaking every rule in the heavy metal handbook, which they made loudly clear on their hugely successful fourth studio album, Wallflowers. Yeah, I mean, good metalcore slash metal band. Um, Good singer, Uh, really good. I've never liked them that much personally. Um, I think people are doing the same thing, but better in my opinion. Um, but yeah, very cool. Very uh, nice to support them as well because they are from the Ukraine, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really cool as well. Um, obviously, they're having a bloody torrid time at the moment, so it would be nice yeah. for them to get some support and have loads of people watch them because I know that they are loved by a hell of a lot of people. So yeah, yeah very cool band. Yeah, definitely. And um, like I said, they were loved by a lot of people before. You know, they, they were starting to just oh, yeah, starting yeah. to sort of come up through the ranks. They just sort of blew up a little bit before what uh after before everything happened but um yeah yeah i couldn't believe how big how fast they were they were blowing up at the time yeah i listened to them not my kind of thing i think i think the first song i ever heard i really liked it and then went to check out more of their stuff and just couldn't couldn't get into it so yeah not for me fair enough okay um yeah pretty much the same as this next band actually oh sorry that was ginger (laughs) hailstorm we turn to rock and roll for affirmation empowerment and survival it ushers us through the most uncertain moments and enables us to shout down anything life throws at us with a wide smirk and a middle finger raised rather than shrink in the face of uncertainty and darkness hailstorm consistently rise up rougher stronger and louder 
on their fifth full-length album, Back From The Dead, and Pennsylvania-bred and Nashville-based Grammy Award-winning RIAA Platinum Quartet Lizzie Hale, Array J. <laughs> Hale, Joe Hottinger, and Josh Smith turn up the volume across the board. The musicianship, <laughs> the musicianship hits hard. The songwriter... That, fuck off. The, the musicianship... <laughs> the songwriting cuts deep. The spirit shines brighter. Nobody puts drummers after everyone. Nobody puts drummers second in the lineup like that. I don't like <laughs> him. I don't like them. He should be at the back behind a, <laughs> behind a screen or something. Um, sorry, sorry. Uh, what do you think of them? What do you think of them? I love it. Um, yeah, they're all right. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good. They're very, very talented. Obviously, good musicians. Um, good singer, but just not my. Not my kind of thing. I can understand totally while while they've got so big and fair play to them, they have worked their way up these festival lineups. Yeah. So yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will be enjoying them. Main stage, it's a big old stage. So yeah, but yeah, not really for me. I've never really liked them that much. Not really my sort of thing. Cool. Yeah, I think the same but for yeah. me. Yeah, I think. I, yeah. Are they? It's been a while actually. Um, but are they kind of more of a bluesy rock? as well yeah it's like um it's like rock and roll yeah yeah a little bit of rock stuff sometimes it's a little bit heavier um but yeah it's good like it's really good for what they're doing it's it's really well done yeah um but that's just not my sort of stuff really yeah it's just not stuff that something that grabs me but if i heard it i'd be like oh that's good yeah sounds good i wouldn't mind if someone had it on in the room i'd be like yeah awesome leave it on man it's cool but i i wouldn't go out of my way to listen or watch them yeah okay yeah, well, I think I've said on the show before as well. Like, I saw them, I saw them supporting Shine Down quite a few years back now, and the drummer was just all over the place. He was, he was just basically shouting, "Look at me, look at me, look at me!" the whole time, and he gets away with it because he's a singer's brother. Uh, <laughs> and, and that's why I said about him being second on the uh, on the thing there. Like, yeah, um, his, uh, yeah. If anybody's seen Coupling, his captain subtext would be saying, "Look at me." Everything he would be saying would be, "Look at me." me look at me <laughs> look at me um but yes i don't know that just bothered me like you said they are good they are they are good i don't like them kelly yeah. absolutely loves them i don't like them but i think the drummer just annoyed me and put me off as well a little bit fair enough <laughs> yeah yeah quite unprofessional of me but uh <laughs> i'm only human i'm only human yeah that was hailstorm uh <laughs> Alter bridge in every underdog story an ordinary beginning reaches an extraordinary conclusion the unexpected become the undisputed. The excluded becomes the exalted. The Passover becomes the most powerful. The pawns become the kings. I like this already. There's more. In this spirit, Alterbridge have steadily climbed to the forefront of hard rock worldwide. They've exceeded all expectations and benchmarks with over a billion streams, millions of units sold, glowing critical acclaim, real estate on the covers of classic rock magazine and guitar world, and storied sets at uh, and storied sets at royal albert hall the o2 arena and download festival uh that's it what a cool nice glad they mentioned download in there yeah yeah very cool um yeah really cool band really like alter bridge uh always have straight away from the first album um i was i was really really big creed fan me and my brother really liked creed and then obviously alter bridge came from that um and yeah i've loved them since day obviously you know, Miles Kennedy is an absolutely incredible vocalist. Um, but the band are unbelievable as well. Obviously, Tremonte is an incredible guitarist. Um, they're just such a tight, good band with loads and loads of great songs and albums. 
I have said before, though, that the last time they played, they really didn't impress me. They impressed me hugely the time before that. So this time, I will be watching Alter Bridge, and I want them to bring me back live to the first time that I saw them when I thought they were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so it all hinges on this, because I will always like their albums and whatever they release, but if they disappoint me this time... I won't be wasting my time with them live again, mm. although I will still listen to them on record. So yeah. I'm excited slash nervous <laughs> because Vicky has just got into them now. Um, and I did say to her, so do you want to go watch Old Bridge, babe? And she's like, yeah. And my brother loves them. So when I spoke to him yesterday, he's like, oh yeah, dude, we'll definitely watch an old. So hopefully for Vicky's first time watching them, they pull it out of the bag and put on a really good set. And they have sh- should have quite a long time as well being sub-headliner. Yeah, so yeah. they should have at least an hour, um, which will be a really good slot to put in loads of great tunes that they've got. So yeah, excited slash worried for Alter Bridge. I hope they impress me and don't bore me like they did the last time. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you said the same in one of your videos recently, didn't you? And um, yeah, sort of it made Kelly stop what she was doing and look up. And then when you said Alter Bridge, and she was looking and you, you were like, they were boring last time. She's like, yes, I agree. Like, I completely agree. <laughs> um, I don't think I saw them last time they were there. Maybe I did. Maybe I was not in- interested in them. It was 2018. They were main support from Guns N' Roses. Yeah, so I would have been there for them. I don't know what I was doing. Maybe I was off buying some wine. I, we went to buy some wine before before Guns N' Roses. Um, no, during Guns N' Roses. I don't, know. I don't know. I've never been a big fan, but I've never disliked them. I've always known how big they are, how good they are. Uh, until recently, you know, I've listened to quite a bit of their stuff recently and, ha- and have really enjoyed mm. it. Um so yeah, I will be there going to watch Alter Bridge on the Thursday night, Bridget. definitely. Uh, well, I know Kelly will want to. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. They, they've got an amazing write-up. That's probably one of my, one of my favorite write-ups over yeah. both the years. Um, Very and, cool. And I agree with it. Like they, they, they didn't shoot up to success straight away. They slowly climbed because of their talent, because of their um, talent. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah, they definitely they definitely worked their asses off, hundred percent. And yeah, Miles Kennedy's voice so distinctive. As soon as you hear it, you're just like, wow, fucking mm. set of lungs on him, didn't he? Yeah. So yeah, exciting, awesome. That was Alter Bridge, and last but not least, Metallica. Do we uh, do we want to go over? Um, do we want to talk about what them is again? their thing? Is it long? Pardon? Their right is their is their write up long? No write up. It was never in. You don't need one, no. do you, really? No, you don't. I mean... <laughs> uh, but yeah, we, we obviously would have spoken about them on the Saturday. They um, obviously play in two sets. They are changing up their sets a little bit, so whatever they're playing on their tour might not necessarily be what they play at download, but it looks mostly the same. They might add a song in or song or two in or take one out. Um, yeah, and I'm just looking to see... That they've still got the day that never comes on there, which they do. Oh, Thank God, nice. Because that's the one song. Like I, I'm really, really looking forward to Metallica. Like it's been too long. I've been, you know, Metallica, one of the first bands I ever got into. I love all their stuff, apart from Lulu and Sananga. Um, <laughs> but, but, but I love, you know, almost, you know, 99% of their stuff. And um, I was just blown away um looking at their set list i won't read them out on here to ruin it for anyone um but when i saw the day that never comes on the set list i was just like god i I never thought i would get to hear that song live um and it's just it's just a best of set they're just playing literally playing two best of sets and they've handpicked everything from pretty much every 
single album and just thrown it all on. So I am, especially that first set, seeing Metallica on that Thursday is going to be something really special. So yeah, I, I cannot wait to see Metallica. It's going to be incredible. Awesome. Yeah. So we've we've changed around. We have switched a couple of times. But when they first announced yeah. Metallica headlining twice, we were both a bit like, mm, I don't know. And after a while, I thought, do you know what? I might see them both times. They're quite good. And you were saying, no, I've definitely only seen them once. And now they've announced yeah. we've, we've been able to see the the songs they're doing. I've gone more to like the, do you know what? I don't need to see them twice. And you're definitely <laughs> seeing them both nights. Yeah. So we, we, we've gone the opposite way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'll probably be seeing them on the Thursday. It looks better for me. And I'm probably going to be going to find a pub to watch the Champions League final on the Saturday. <laughs> um, for anybody who doesn't know or anybody who's new, my girlfriend is a Man City fan. She has been for well, all her life, 30 years, over 30 years. Never thought she'd ever see him this high or doing as well as they are. So she was like, yes, I am not missing the Champions League final. And, and I'll probably go with her. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't want to be going off out into a, the random places on her own anyway. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I'd enjoy it. I'm not that bothered about Metallica. So uh, if anybody's listening who is going to see the football as well, um, let us know. Send us a message or let, let me know on the Discord because uh, it'll be good to get a, to sort of join a group of people all the, sort of leaving at the same time. So that'd be good. But yeah, Metallica, back to Metallica. Sorry, I, I wasn't expecting to go off that much about that, <laughs> but um, I, I cool. was planning on saying it at some point. So yeah, that that is as good a time as any. Um, yeah. I, I do like Metallica nowhere near as much as you. I don't think I need to see him twice this time. So uh, just the once, yeah, just the Thursday. Um, and that's everybody playing on the Thursday. So shall we? we got the map to talk about and we've got the District X. Um, I'll go over yeah. the District, District X really quickly if you want, and then we can delve into the map. Sure. Yeah, cool. Go for it, bro. Okay, so District X, yeah, they... they, they um, download have oh we got a bands to do i've just scrolled down i was like oh we got the bands we do that really quickly as well um district x um yeah they, they've got various dj sets from uh so they got alex holcomb the blackout nova twins on wednesdays we wear black daniel p carter wargasm zoe london uh some of the bigger names they've, they've got quite a few other people doing dj sets um that's across a few of the days so you'll have to sort of find online i don't think they actually have it on they must have it on their website, but uh, they posted all the, all the posters to all their social media places. So you can go and find out who's playing on what day. It's got both um, the... Oh, sorry, yeah, that was on both stages as well. So you've got two stages. You've got the side split stage, which is mostly for comedy stuff, um, and the, the podcast will be on there. And the dog house stage, I almost said dog tooth, um, which a lot... Yeah, so all of those DJs... DJ sets are going to be across both of them, I believe. Um, you've got club nights from loads of different people. Uh, punk, power metal, new metal, girl power. All different types of music on on club nights as well. Uh, I'm not going to go into which ones are doing what. Just too much information. You can find it quite easily. You've got the side splitter stage. You've got the comedy store on there. Drag emo karaoke. Uh, I wish I'd looked into that. Um, I haven't yet. But that sounds like it could be interesting. I've heard, do you know if they're bringing back, uh, so we, we, we were at a barbecue yesterday and they were talking about silent discos. Have you seen about if they're bringing that back? I don't know. I don't know. I think I've heard that they want to, but it's not confirmed yet, but I'm not sure. 
You never know. By the time we get there, they might be. It might be on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So cool. Uh, so yeah, drag emo karaoke. Uh, there's podcasts, live podcasts are there. We are not. Again, like, when <laughs> you weren't too sure that that actually worked last time. Yeah, I, I've heard, I I saw a lot of people complaining. I, I kind of enjoyed it. I, I quite enjoyed it. I'm very much into my podcast, so like like you would expect me to be doing a podcast. But yeah, I thought I saw a lot of people saying they didn't think it worked, but they've got the two of the same podcasts back so I don't know. It's probably just to fill up the day. They just need stuff that needs to go on. So they thought they would try podcast again. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more people, as you know. Download was pretty dead last year, so yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, it'll be a bit, it'll be a bit busier this year. So I'm guessing they're going to give that one more chance to see if it works with yeah. more people. Maybe, like we said last time, from from just the overall sound of it, I, I don't think podcasts would work with a, a, a crowd that are, are not necessarily going to be reactive to that yeah. um, or the same way. You know, you tend to listen to podcasts by yourself or when you're doing something, not just standing there with a crowd of people listening to a podcast. Yeah. So for me, it doesn't work, but that remains to be seen because I haven't watched one live. So oh, Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I went down to watch them. Um, but yeah, they, they, like I said, they haven't asked us. They They've got Sappening back. Uh, they've got mm-hmm. on Wednesdays we wear black back, and they've got life in the stocks with uh, Matt Stocks. I don't really know his stuff. Do you know much? I don't even know who Matt Stocks is, but I think he's quite nope. big in in the rock and metal genre. But uh, I mean, he must be. He said he's not been. So a statement that he put out, which I found interesting, was um, he was like, I've not even been part of like the download team. I've not worked it for ten years, and I've not even been to download for the last five years. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I've been a downloader in the last him. couple of years, and and <laughs> and, <laughs> and you have. Why are you not a guest on there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, we've said before. I I don't know what we would do if we were asked to do it live. It would be difficult. I have had. A, I have actually thought about it and what kind of thing we could do. Um, relies on a lot of things. If they you change it though, like I I would do it sort of more like a stand-up routine where we would have things that we're going to discuss, you know, points to reach, kind of like doing, a, you know, I've got to do the best man speech yeah. on Friday. Uh, I've got notes, which I will ad-lib from, but I know what beats and what points I want to hit. So you do it kind, we'd do it differently to what it is now. It wouldn't just be me and you having a conversation. It would in little bits, but it would be us more telling the crowd stuff yeah. and doing bits for them to react to rather than me and you just having a conversation. So if we were to do it live, we would have to change it yeah. slightly. And I'd want to do so. a, a bit of like, I, I don't know what we've been talking about this. It seems a bit big headed, but uh, we've got to it now. So, but yeah, I, I would want to do um, like a history of download. So what you said earlier about the the museum, I, I'd, I'd want to, uh, I, I thought as soon as we get an email, if we do, my first email back would be, okay, do you have a map of every single download that we can have? <laughs> so we can have them on stage and we'll put them on like a presentation. And like an scroll. in-depth nerd yeah. presentation. And we go through I it like, like it. oh, yeah, so remember this year we had this, this year had this, this, and this. I think it would be cool. Yeah. It wouldn't be the yeah. podcast it is at the moment, but it would be something different no, that would work live. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I'd, be, I'd, I'd be so up for doing that, 100%. Awesome. I'd, I think I work best under pressure, so I feel like I'd be in my element. Yeah, awesome. But uh, but alas, they haven't asked us. They've uh, they've asked <laughs> somebody 
Who doesn't care about download? He's not even been for the last five years. Anyway. Right, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> that's uh, that's enough of me throwing my toys out of the pram a little, a, a little bit metaphorically. Um, no, I don't know. I don't. I'm not expecting them to ask us. We're not going long. We haven't been going long enough. I don't know if I'd enjoy doing it because I'd shit to myself. But uh, it's it's a nice thought. It's a nice thought. What's mm. the what's the word? It's a nice. It's a nice daydream. Yeah. To think about would be difficult to do. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But if we had to, we could probably it, put we, on tank. We would. Cool. We would never say no. We're not yeah. going to do it because we'd shit ourselves. No. 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 Yeah. We would say yeah, yeah, yes, and we'd be better it. than everybody else. Hundred percent. Yep. Awesome. As long as I can have Simon Bond with me this time, please. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Anyway, that's um. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Another thing. Massive thing. They got rock rock kids every day, so it's just like a little disco kind of thing for kids. I bet that'll be fucking cool. Every single every yeah. single day they got that on. Nice. And, uh, oh, I should mention as well the podcast that they've got on. They last year they were in on the Wednesday in the afternoon about six seven ish. I think they're all on the, on in the mornings now. So they're on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday uh, on the, like I said, the side split stage. So I think they've probably got them on either before any of the bands start or sort of early in the morning, 11, 12-ish. Um, so you can catch them on the way to the arena. But yeah, I'm sure they'll announce all times for that. They, uh, they haven't at the moment. So um, shall we really quickly go over the takeover bands? Yes. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so yeah, there is a, a takeover. It's the the board boardy takeover. The people on the message boards um, basically get a slot at the at, on the dog dog house. I was going to say dog tooth again. Then on the dog house stage, <laughs> they um, they put basically a competition out, and you've got to send your stuff in a live recording of you, and they pick five bands. I mean, I think they short they 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 had a short list of twenty three bands this year. So they managed to shorten it down to mm. 23 and then locked themselves in a room for like a weekend and hashed it out to work out which five of those went through, which sounds quite cool. I would love that. Um, that sounds really cool. Very but cool. They, would, they would all be Swedish mm. melodic death metal bands in, that, I would, <laughs> that I would vote for. <laughs> you'd know what bands you put on, 100%. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they got five bands on. They start at two in the afternoon on the Wednesday. So... If you want to get out, get there for these, you better get in quickly and set your tent up and start drinking. Get down to the, mm-hmm. the District X and start drinking. Just watch some of these bands. Some of them sound really good, don't they? They do. Really yeah. good. First up is Andromedus. Forged in the depths of the Southwest in 2018, Andromedus are an exciting blend of modern electronic elements and punishing riffs. Okay, cool. So, I, yeah, I wrote a few things down for some of these. Um, we, we sort of went through it together. To check my work and uh, to check, and I had to explain my workings out for some of these. He got a he got pretty much a B plus because he got ninety nine percent of everything spot on. He's obviously been spending way too much time, and with that's me. only a B plus. And uh, ninety, yeah, that's only a B plus. <laughs> B plus is a good grade, dude. Yeah, <laughs> B plus. Okay, cool. That's good. Ninety nine percent. Is a B plus that can't be no. right? All right, okay, okay, eighty five percent. Yeah, you got a B. You got a B plus. Qu- you did. You done. It would be like a. It would be very well done, Adam. <laughs> Excellent work. Yeah, B plus. I mean, but there was one band I just could not put my finger on, like what they sounded like or any other things, any other band they sounded like. I couldn't get the genre. I just, I was just completely stumped. I had to go, Simon, please, sir. 
Um, and he, yeah, we listened to them together, and Simon was like, "Whoa, this is cool," sort of thing. And like, yeah, yeah. he got it. He got it. I liked all of them. Yeah, I all the bands that are playing that the Doghouse. I liked all of them. I actually liked them more than a lot of the bands that are playing on the you know I don't want to say proper stages, <laughs> but the actual arena stages. I like the bands playing in the Doghouse a lot more than a lot of those bands, which was weird. Yeah. But yeah, they're all very good. Awesome. Um, so yeah, the first one on is Andromedus. Um, I've already read the thingy. I So I wrote down some notes and Simon helped like, yeah, put some more notes in to sort of explain it a bit better, I would say. But yeah, the first thing I put uh, had down was breakdowns. They had a lot of breakdowns, didn't they? Yeah. Which, as you know, I'm not a fan of. Um, yeah, some heavy moments and some very melodic parts. It wasn't just the, a mix of the two. It was like really, really soft and melodic parts, I think. Also some drum and bass uh, and electronic bits thrown in the mix. Um, so yeah, you said they, they got some sort of large soundscapes um, and then it randomly yeah. kicks into metal. But And also they're instrumental. So they don't have a, they don't yes. have a vocalist. Yeah, interesting though. They look very cool. Um, and I think the music was very interesting. Yeah, very soundscapey you know beautiful almost sort of shoegaze stuff but with minus the guitar and then it kicks into like heavy riffs and breakdowns and stuff so yeah really interesting i think these guys will definitely be worth a watch i think everyone on this stage will be worth a watch yeah. but yeah definitely like you said it just depends how quickly you get in and how yeah how much you want to rush getting up to the uh district x for the uh, district x for them so yeah the next one is north atlas and this is the one that i struggled with i think um, hailing from the lowlands of the Solway Firth in Scotland, North Atlas harness elements of their rural surroundings within their music and imagery, combining enigm- enigma- <laughs> <laughs> enigmatic electronics with bold anthemic songwriting. Their immersive sound fills the void between the popular favourites such as Biffy Clyro, Bring Me the Horizon, and Nine Inch Nails. Um, and yeah, so we said uh, this all. Uh, a bit proggy, a little bit of electronic. Sounds a bit like old Marilyn Manson, but the, I think that you said there was a lot of bands that they could had like yeah. little bits of influences from. It was like that um, on the first two Manson albums. They basically just sounded like Nine Inch Nails, where it was very industrial sounding, very Tom heavy. Um, you know, with like a, a, a you know like a, a almost like trap is now but with like a hi-hat going and then loads of sort of you know low-end drums with vocals over it so it reminded me of that early manson nine inch nails industrial stuff which is i, I love that stuff so i really liked it instantly as soon as i, listened to it, I was like oh oh that sounds good yeah i liked it nice awesome yeah that was uh north atlas uh next up is crushed by waves Hailing from the Northwest UK, Crushed by Waves deliver their own brand of hard-hitting, no-apologies, gritty alternative rock. A cathartic blend of melodic verses, powerhouse breakdowns, and anthemic choruses. That's two in a row that got anthemic now. Woo! Um, but yeah, I quite like them. Uh, I, think, I think they were sort of touching on like a bluesy rock genre with um, a voice similar to Hundred Reasons, I wrote down. I wasn't sure if that's only because I listened to Hundred Reasons earlier on in the day but um yeah but it has that sort of british element yeah esque to it you can fit so some bands it you can tell it's british it has like your brain will go i know this band is british yeah just from the way that they sing or the way they deliver uh or the way that the vocals are done so i get that totally yeah awesome um yeah that was crushed by waves next up is confessions of a traitor 
Confessions of a Traitor offer raw emotion through the medium through the medium of and energized and confronting sound. Honest and passionate. I don't know if, if I wrote that down wrong because I couldn't copy and paste that or if it's written wrong on their thing. It probably isn't, but it doesn't make much sense. Honest and passionate, the band wear their hearts on their sleeve. Coat, share this through emotive lyrics that venture to some of the darkest places the band have endured. Aggressive music to build positive people. And uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I think my first impressions was um, definitely sort of hardcore. I thought it was sort of like hate breed kind of thing. A little bit of bare tooth, Simon, you said. Cl- more sort of leaning on the bare tooth side. Closer to the bare tooth side, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was quite good. I'm generally not a big sort of hardcore fan. Um, would you say they're hardcore? Um, no. no, but more like uh, they were hard to define, but it had that a little bit of that element, but more like it was more alternative than that, yeah. than, than, it, than it was chuggy, but it was still good. It still had those sort of almost verging on hardcore elements, but without those vocals as well. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. And that was, uh, yeah, that was Confessions of a Traitor. And October ends. They only had a very short uh, write-up. Um, our sophomore album, Phases, is out now by a UNFD. I have no idea what UNFD stands for. <laughs> it's probably the label. Uh, probably, yeah. No, because all these bands are unsigned, I believe. Yeah, it might just be their own one, yeah, though. Yeah, independent, yeah. Yeah, independent label, yeah. They'll still be unsigned be. from a major yeah, label. Yeah, cool. Good point. But yeah, straight away with these guys, I thought it just sounds good. And and, and it made me think back to when we were talking about production last week. And um, like you can hear when something is good production or not. And you can say that is good production. Where, whereas a lot of people, probably including me, will, be able to, will hear something and just not be as keen on it because it's bad production. But we don't know it's a production doing it. So now yeah. I'm starting to think maybe straight away I thought it sounded good because it's good production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so possibly. Uh, and it's like they're, they're a sort of a like a modern version of kind of like screamo-y, um, screamo, old screamo bands, a bit like uh, sort of thinking about uh, Atreyu and Aiden kind of kind of bands, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, really good. I liked it. I liked it, yeah. I'll probably end up, yeah, yeah. It's probably get, end up getting down for them. If we don't go down for any of the others, we probably end up going down for them. I think it probably finishes at about seven ish. So okay. that's not a bad time to go down to the uh, district yeah, X. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, if we're there early, but we're planning on getting there quite early, so it might be set up by midday. So we might be be able to go down yeah. for them. But yeah, that was that uh, October ends. Like you said, they all sound good. I yeah. think they would all be good live anyway. Very good live, definitely. Yeah, it's a really, really good stage. I think one of the best stages on that day. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what else? We, we, we've got the map to talk about. Was there anything else you can think of? I'm not sure there is. What else have they announced? I saw that um, Corey Taylor had some comments about download that was really nice today. He said, uh, well, the, the story came out today. I don't know if it actually was today, but he was saying that download is the big daddy of them all festival-wise, <laughs> like the one that he considers to be the best festival you know not that he said that's not saying anything against other festivals but for him download is the one yeah that is the festival yeah. the one they look forward to the most the, the one that he considers to be you know the best place to play live music so says a lot for the smaller bands playing if people in you know bands as big as slipknot 
still consider download to be the proper home of metal which is pretty fucking awesome yeah definitely that's really cool um maybe that's because like we said earlier you, you seem to be at every single one at the beginning in, in some <laughs> yeah. form or another I, yeah he's got a new album coming out as well and the i really liked the little snippet they have on it on one of the adverts i thought it sounds really oh, nice. really good oh well check it out yeah i didn't like his other stuff was it Corey? i mean it is under cmft oh yeah but i think the first yeah i didn't like song that he released was i didn't think it was very good yeah definitely check his stuff out when he when he brings Sweet. the next album up. um well shall we have a look at the map uh yeah, so same as last year. Uh, obviously, we're going to go through the map now. So if you want to get the map up on your phone or PC or however you're listening to the podcast, it's always cool if we can look at it together. So get it up now yeah. or don't if you can <laughs> remember what the map looks like. Cool. Uh, do you want to go campsite map or arena map first? We'll do campsite first. Campsite. Okay. Um, I will say, like, you know, I, I, I did talk about the map briefly on my YouTube just to say about this map, I overlapped last year's map on top of this map, and it is almost identical to last year. Yeah. So it's there are extra bits that last year didn't have, but if you went last year, it's a very, very almost, almost exactly the same setup. And overall, I really liked the setup last year, camp wise and you know district X wise, and where the co op was and stuff. So hopefully. We have another great sort of year, you know, walking around the camps and uh, all that sort of stuff. Because last year I thought was a really, probably one of the best setups for quite some time. I think it was very easy to navigate and get every. I don't know how you felt about it last yeah, year. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I think it was nice that we had to walk past the co-op to get to the arena. We probably stopped in, in the co-op every single morning on the way there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we've had we've had quite a few discussions on the on the Discord about the map actually, and and I think I've said before I took about eight hundred pictures last year. I wanted to get a picture of every single thing I could, or as much of the festival as I could, and um, so I could actually post pictures of of, of things like saying because the, the side splitter stage has moved and it's down yeah. the other end of the arena, and I think they've put it where they normally have the toilets, not toilets, the showers. There's like a, a sort of bit cut in a little bit yeah, and there's yeah. a shower bit there i don't know if they're normal showers or you got to paid for pay for those ones i think they're going to put it there i'm not sure but yeah i've been able to post a picture of that bit and say this is where i think for people who don't know and i've been posting pictures of like purple camp like you probably didn't even see purple camp last year did you nope. no idea. yeah um so there's various bits so yeah again if you if you want to have a look and get get involved in these conversations come and join the discord and i've got lots of pictures i can show you go oh look look at this one um but anyway yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know why i did that um yeah so the first thing is yellow they've added yellow back they had yellow last year originally and mm -hmm. they took it away yeah and then <laughs> yep. only half a blue filled up uh, anyway i think that was due to yeah they probably looked at the amount of people they knew were going to be there and they thought this is just spreading people out across i mean and that just proves i know we talk about it a lot but that just proves how um how dead not dead but you know how um, not well attended last year's download was, yeah. even though the lineup was excellent and it was a great festival. The weather was excellent, but they closed an entire campsite, which is very, very rare for download to do. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's weird to have that on the side of blue to where we were last time. It just looked like it didn't exist last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so Yellow is actually quite a campsite now. 
Um, it's not behind the dog tooth stage, the dog house stage. <laughs> Fuck's sake, what's wrong with me today? Um, this yeah. year, because that was very loud last year. Well, I've had a, I, I've, some people on the YouTube have commented saying, yeah, it was really loud. Other people have commented saying, I didn't really notice. Yeah. But I know that from what I spoke to and what I heard when we were there last year, a lot of people were really annoyed that you'd put the quiet camping so l- close to you know the entertainment that's going to be going on until that late hours of the <laughs> yeah. night. So now in yellow, you definitely won't hear anything in quiet campsite. No. So I, I have a feeling that will be quiet. It will be very quiet. Um, but you, you could have camped in any of the campsites last year, apart from quiet, <laughs> and it would have been <laughs> yeah, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quiet was the loudest campsite last year but it won't be there so if you're looking forward to getting your sleep and you're one of those quiet camping people you will get a good night's sleep then um definitely quite far it's the, one of the furthest away from uh the dog house so you'll be fine yeah. um blue is where it was uh both of them only have one set of toilets each which i which was what i was ranting about earlier hopefully they add some more or have a shitload more toilets than they had last year uh, but that's a yeah. long walk. That is a long walk. If you if you mm-hmm. if you're um, camped at the very left hand side of Blue, that's about a fifteen minute walk to the toilets. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's these campsites are huge, yeah. man. Yeah, massive. You you you'll be in for quite a walk. And I'm guessing if you're a guy, you'll want to do a, a what I like to do and what I like to call a kneel down week. <laughs> yeah. So. I suppose if you're in Blue, if you're in any of the campsites and you're far away from the toilets, it's a lot of. Uh, kneel down wheeze this year i think but for the ladies a little bit more annoying yeah um i mean but everyone's got senderos so you can just hide behind a couple of senderos and no one will see you because they're tall enough to stand behind that's gonna be so weird this year actually normally you can see for miles true you can see on the tops of all the tents but this year it's gonna be weird because there'll be so many sendero fours and they're all higher than most people it's going to be like a weird optical illusion. It's going to look like grass, but it's yeah. not. It's just Sendero Falls. Oh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to make it even weirder. Like, because, like, yeah. when you, you said you'd have like the, the big sort of Mexican wave of um, shouting going past. You can usually yeah. like see over where it's coming from. You can't see the people shouting it, but you would just hear it now and wait for it to get to yeah. you. And that is, that is going to be so weird. I've yeah, not thought well, of that. I, right I'm now. really excited to see how many Sendero Fours there are because yeah. it's just going to be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I can't Interesting. wait. I can't wait. Um, uh, there's a couple of things called air hubs inside the campsites. I did know what they were. I actually don't. But I think it's people <laughs> volunteering just to make sure everyone's okay now. Like, just a... Yeah, just a bit of help, a bit of assistance if you don't know where you're going or... Yeah. If you need something or, yeah, I guess and there'll be little security hubs as well because the campsites will be really packed this year. So I'm guessing they'll have a security person and an information person who need anything or nowhere to go or if you need any help with anything. So that's quite cool that they've got loads of those scattered around. I mean, there's more of them than there are toilets. So Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there there is actually, where is it? There is campsite managers. Oh, for every campsite. There's a campsite manager for every campsite as well. Is it? If you look. You you see on the like the little key, it's black and pink C M. Yeah, um, which will be yeah, good. I can see that because I think I said last year I saw someone. I mean, where we were, we were a, a lot of the men were going to the toilet against the fence on the side. But I saw one mm-hmm. security guard in particular who uh, 
took his job a little bit too seriously, let's say. He was taking the picture of a picture of somebody's wristband to get the number of it. So so if he <laughs> was caught again, um, they would check the number and go, Right, you we've been warned, you're out. Um whether Okay, well yeah, they whether go. this guy was actually allowed to do that, because I'm pretty sure it would have been his own mobile phone that he was using to take a picture of this guy anyway, <laughs> which is probably yeah. massive gdpr breach i don't know i don't know the rules and regulations but at least you know you can go and see the the camp manager if there's any people like that around uh, or yeah. if you have problems of course you know it's not yeah yeah if it's if it's saying well you whatever yeah, yeah. It'd be good and, and obviously you know this is going to be every single campsite is going to be packed full to the rafters with people yeah. it's a sellout it's going to be very busy there's going to be it's be very difficult to save space for people. If you don't get in at the same time, it's very unlikely you'll be camping with people that you know. I think our group is going to be a lot more split up, unfortunately, than it was last time. Um, so that's annoying. But you just got to bear in mind there are, you know, a lot of people going to this festival. Yeah. So I think it's good that they have these campsite managers and hopefully some more security to sort of just help everyone out and make sure it's all fair for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um yeah, I just can't, couldn't get over that guy last year. Sorry, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind instead of managers yeah, yeah, being no, there yeah. to uh, actually help you <laughs> and instead of like discipline his staff, in, incompetent staff. <laughs> anyway, anyway, black uh, black campsite, uh, pretty much the same as it was last year. You've got mini moshers in there, which is cool. Yeah, I think there's a, like a, a track running down, isn't there? And, and there was loads of tents on the left-hand side. So that's probably where mini like. On the way to Blue, yeah. so that's where Mini Monsters probably is. Um, another interesting one here is the Church of Genexis. There's been yeah, a, what on earth There's is that? been a lot of ch- talking about that, a lot of chat. Uh, the best guess most people have at the moment is um, that Ollie Sykes owns a vegan restaurant in Sheffield um, called Church. Um, okay. So it could be like a food stall of his for vegan food because when they first put the map up it was a bring me the horizon logo there instead of what the logo is now ah okay that might be it then yeah, yeah. so it's probably probably the uh, our best guess at the moment is it's yeah a vegan stool owned by ollie sykes yeah yeah cool um not 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 a lot too important there like we said about we said about the district x uh it's changed names there's going to be a lot more um stools this year a lot more sort of clothing and and the five pound stools and the hat stools and everything because they've moved a lot of it out of the out of the arena and into the village which i think is going to use up a lot of the dead space it felt empty it felt like no nothing was going on there yeah it was quite empty in there yeah Um, so yeah hopefully that'll help it a lot because you had you had just a long walk from Maybe if you came in from the other end, it would have felt a bit better. But yeah, from our end, a long walk up through pretty much nothing to get to the doghouse. Yeah. So I think... Yeah, that'd be interesting to see if that yeah packs it out a bit more and it seems a bit more closed in, which would be yeah. good. A bit busier. Because I've said like back when it was on grass before and you had just, just a random group of people running around doing a human net and catching you in their human net. <laughs> and it was awesome. Like, just run uh, random fun things like that. There was nothing like that last year. So hopefully it's back to being a fun download again. <laughs> um, but yeah, like we said earlier, the side splitter stage has moved. Before, they were pretty much opposite each other with a row of containers. Containers. containers in the middle. They've actually moved it down the other end, other end now. Again, probably to get a flow of people 
moving to and from. Um, I'm kind of a bit upset that the doghouse is back indoors. So am I. I am too, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I really, really liked the setup last year. And I understand that if it's bad weather, that's not a very good setup. And I get that. It's it's a British festival. But I, I liked it more. Um, I kind of... When the doghouse is indoors, I go there one night and then I don't want to go back yeah. again. Whereas last year... I kind of wanted to go more than one night. I wanted to go almost every night because it seemed like so much fun. And you had like the bars in there. And it, I don't know, it just was better. And the doghouse now is just again going to smell like vomit. <laughs> and, you know, just it's not going to be very nice in there. Um, so, yeah, I'm not looking forward to the doghouse this year as much. Now it's inside. I know a lot of people um, have the opposite of that. But, yeah, yeah, I really liked it last year. But, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get on with it. And I'm <laughs> sure I'll have fun in there. But, yeah, really liked last year's setup. So bit of a shame it's not the yeah same. you're right a lot of people are happy that it's um underneath a shelter underneath a roof again but yeah i preferred it you could stand at the back and like i said i don't dance most of the people who used to go to the doghouse when it was back again when it was on grass when it was in the tent majority of the people there were dancing to the music i didn't want to go in and dance mm-hmm. and then stand there listening to music and i can't talk to friends because it's too loud like at least with last year you could stand at the back at a bench with your friends around you chatting but yeah, you can't do that. And then go and dance if you wanted to dance. I don't ever want to dance. <laughs> Unless I remember we were standing in a circle last year and you were having such a laugh. I remember you were just cracking up everyone. And it was my brother when he was saying, I'm going to call mum. Stop calling mum because I'd had a Red Bull. And I was like rocking out and like singing Metallica <laughs> and like dancing. And you were just cracking up at me like, what is this fool doing? <laughs> well, I don't remember that. I do not remember that. Too. Uh, that was like height of the evening. I think we were very, very drunk <laughs> very, by this very point. Drunk. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said, other than that, uh, I'll talk about it now. You've got the co-op. You've got the co-op click and collect, I think, whatever it is. Is it on here, actually? Yeah, click and collect. Excellent. Um, so you can order it beforehand. I think I heard that it goes live on the second. So you can order whatever you want and it'll be ready there to pick up. Oh, amazing. Um, you don't actually have to go into the store, which is awesome. Next to that, I believe, is the... I haven't looked. Next to that is the Merch Megastore, which... Nice. That is a massive area, actually. That I've not actually looked at that. Yeah, I mean, the co-op's big, um, but the, the area for that looks huge. So I think that will be massive, which is cool. Yeah. Um, and I think so before, you could actually get round the bottom. The way we would, we would go last year, at the bottom of the map, past where we got our wristbands, to, to go to the arena. It looks like you can't go that way this year. Maybe they've used that whole area where Fat Franks was last year for the megastore. Maybe they've blocked it off completely to put the megastore there and you have to go out and round yeah. through District X. That might help vendors sell some more stuff, um, get more footfall through there. Maybe Definitely. That's it. There's loads of showers and toilets and everything. There's loads and loads of toilets up at the village. So if there's a big yeah. queue at your campsite, Go up to the village. You were doing that last year, weren't That's you? That's what I was doing last year. I was literally, there was too many queues at Blue. So it only took me about five minutes to walk through Black Campsite because not that big. Yeah. So I was literally just, I was walking past hours through Black to the, um, the all around near the market stalls. I just went in there, went to the toilet and came out. The queues were basically nothing. So that's recommended to people who are in blue or yellow yeah yellow is probably a bit further but if you're in blue and there's nothing going on in blue if the, there's not that many toilets just walk to 
near district acts or the side splitter stage just use those yeah seems to be a lot <laughs> yeah. less people so yeah it's just a tip to everyone out there worked for me last year awesome you got refresh retreat up that way as well so if you paid for that uh that's just off of mm. the village i never went up that way last year but i might this year because i've got a press pass and press pass camping is up that way yeah you can get in mate yeah simon didn't <laughs> um, <laughs> i'll save that now i'll save that for wednesday morning one um <laughs> 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 i'm actually going to walk around that to see who's there because it'll be like oh 100 percent like, like um, anti-saint said they they're allowed to park, camp in that so i'm going to see what bands are in there i expect you'll have mm. like people like kerrang and melt hammer camping in there oh 100 percent it'd be interesting um but yeah going up go up, to, go up to the bridge you've got the dog house everything is pretty much as per usual you're, you're gonna have loads and loads of food stalls loads and loads of um vendors like shopping stalls along there as well now that's going to be so cool at the top, you have Eco Camping and Green Camp. Um, Eco Camp, we spoke about Eco Camping last, no, during RIP, didn't we, briefly? We did, yeah. Most people who are going Eco Camp will know what it is. Um, green Campsite is at the top, and then into Purple Campsite, nothing too different there. They've actually added red and orange as well. It's such a massive site this year. I walked around it last yeah. year, taking those pictures, like I said, and it felt big then. If you're adding yellow yeah, it's and red, massive this year. But again, yeah, these are going to be the most. If you're coming in from the east or north car parks, you will most likely find yourself going into orange, red, or purple. Um, purple looks like the big boy, um, yeah. but they'll probably funnel you into red or orange um, as soon as you get in from those car parks. So a lot of people come in from the north. And east, you'll probably end up finding yourself going into purple, red, or orange closest ones to you. But yeah, they'll be huge. Uh, weirdly, orange is split into two, yeah, uh, and it has camping plus uh, in the middle. So there is an orange camp, but it's split into two. So yeah, remember which side you've parked your tent. Yeah, because um, you might walk into orange and go, "Well, this is orange," but. You'll have to come out of that side of Orange, walk <laughs> past Camping Plus, and to go to the other side of Orange. So, yeah, bit of a weird one there. Yeah, don't really understand that. Um, and then you've got the accessible camping, sort of in dark blue along the bottom there. What else is that? That's oh, Ready to Rock camping as well. That looks pretty small for Ready to Rock. Um, yeah, you've got Ready to Rock. You've got Camper Van Plus down there. Yeah. Uh, accessible Campsite C and Accessible Campsite A. Yeah. Um, so yeah obviously for the accessible campers as well so yeah i mean like you said huge site this year we're gonna have to have a walk around at some point yeah definitely want to come with you this time when we do that yeah um but yeah phew, we're gonna get in a lot of steps because it's a whew, hell of a hell of a big campsites this time yeah but yeah fun looks also, good looks really good i love loved it last year yeah also i've just noticed um anti-saint might be interested in this the guest and press campsite is in the middle of the racetrack where the main stage used to be. Literally. Yeah. I hadn't seen I hadn't noticed that. And like they, they obviously said in the episode that they knew of Donington Park from like old videos from AC, seeing A C D C there and everything back when it was Monsters of yeah. Rock. So and and they, they they said specifically, I know it's not in the same place as it used to be, but it's the same area. Well, you'll be if you camp, you'll be camping where the main stage used to be. Yeah, <laughs> if you camp in there, literally, that is talk about hallowed ground. Yeah, you're literally camping if you're in the guest press campsite, pretty much where the main stage used to be. Yeah. Like that is awesome, That's man. Amazing. 
I did not see that before. Um, I think that's pretty much everything there. Is there anything else new? Let's go through the key really quickly. Um, I don't actually know what the, the, the like a chaplaincy. Oh, no, it's in the other place, the other, in the arena. Um, but yeah, you got first aid, um, lone wolf camping we didn't say about. That's in black, which I assume is Camp Loner. They've re- Camp Loner, rebranded that Rebranded. Now. Everything else is pretty much standard. Um, yeah, makes sense. Expect, yeah. Really. yeah, there's wheelchair charging, drinking water. The first map they released, there was no drinking water in yellow, none in black, none in blue. But they had it in other places, so I was like, have they really skimped on the water? Like it's not like <laughs> they forgot to put the water points in completely, but they just Weird. they must have just accidentally left it off the post. Yeah, I would have but thought. they took it down and then re- redid it with the water bits on. But uh, yeah, that's cool. No, it looks good. Yeah, like I said before, uh, last year was really cool, really great setup. So again, it's bigger, but it was really nicely laid out last time. So, um, but just again, it was your first festival. Prepare to do some walking, yeah, because it's a hell of a big place, and <laughs> it's download. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to walk, so those steps, even if you don't want to, you'll be getting them in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no two ways yeah. about it. <laughs> so prepare yourself now. Wear some comfortable shoes if you don't have to wear your wellies. Don't be wearing no flat foot Converse because your feet will be killing you after about twenty minutes. Yeah, wear some comfortable shoes if you don't have to wear wellies and it's not wet. Um, because yeah. Hella, hella lot of walking. Yeah, loads. Uh, I've just noticed I don't have RIP on these. No, there's a separate so poster separate, for RIP. Yeah. Separate one for RIP. But RIP, again, you know, we won't go into it too much, but I overlapped the maps. It's changed sizes a little bit. It's a little bit bigger in places, but essentially it's pretty much the exact same RIP layout that we, layout that we had last year. So again, if you enjoyed it, it'll be very similar, probably bigger because RIP just seems to be getting more and more popular. So expect a lot to be a lot busier, but um, yeah, still looks really cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, and then the the main arena, the um, it hasn't changed much at all, has it? Really? Uh, you've got no. I think the dog two stage has moved a little bit. Um, yeah, slightly, but it's in the same sort same of area. area that it yeah, kind of always is on the right as you walk in. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of I've seen people asking uh, delay towers. I was curious of what they were as well. I assume that's the, like the, the basically the pylons of extra speakers they have, yeah? Yeah, so it, it, basically if you're standing at the back, you won't be hearing it any different than you are at the front, yeah. basically. So they did. the complete opposite of slam dunk, basically. <laughs> they, they didn't have anywhere near as this, this many last year, did they? Or, no, or, yeah, a lot of people know. have commented. I mean, they still have some, but, you know, before they hadn't marked them out on the map before. I think that's why people are quite jarred by it, is that yeah. they're showing them on the map now don't think they showed them on the map last time Maybe so it's didn't. it's jarring to people but i don't think there are that many more than they would normally have anyway yeah um okay. probably you just don't notice that they have them there but they are expecting big crowds they've shifted loads of stuff over on stage right um to make more space because they know that obviously it's a sellout so you've got a little bit more on stage left uh, but they've really emptied out stage right They've moved the wheel behind um, the crowd rather than to the side of it yeah. to obviously make room for the extra people because they know that it's a sellout. So they've moved the main area around a little bit. So that might be a little bit different. But yeah, stage right is way bigger than it was last time, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah, I can't see anything else. Um, you've got 
So stage left, you've got a lot of food vendors, which there always was. That's quite a nice, nice way, nice place to go around there, isn't it? To look at all the food. Oh, it's awesome. I love that little bit. I love that little walk through when you walk through from the main stage down to the avalanche stage. I yeah. love that walk. Yeah. It's so cool. It's a nice open area. They've got that tap house bar there. They've got all the benches and like the little, um, you know, like covered parts that they put there. Yeah. I love that bit of the festival. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Really, really nice walk to the avalanche stage. Very cool. Definitely. And I um I quite like the 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 vendor stalls um at the top uh, on uh, opposite the Opus stage, opposite the second stage. Um Yes. They've usually got quite a lot of t shirts in there. There's quite a few other bits. But I think I managed to find my deadlock t shirt in one of those. There, there was Ooh. always one that had like loads of really obscure like Scandinavian bands, I think, or uh, Deadlock of German. But um, yeah, loads of weird bands that you wouldn't see over here. And so I always try nice. and, go and look through all. Oh, we're going to have to go and have a look in there, mate. Yeah. We're going to have to go and have a look in there, 100%. Yeah, because I was, I was sitting in Discord recently. I, I, I actually wanted to try and get a load of t shirts for this year, but I left it too late. And none of it, you can't get any of them in England. They're all from Sweden or, or Denmark or Norway or whatever. Uh, oh, well, go have a look, mate. Yeah. You might, you might be able to find some little gems. I, in I there. want a raunty t shirt. They're Danish. Oh. But you ain't going to yes. find them anywhere. <laughs> I might just you never them, know, man. You never know. Over. It's almost 10 years since the last <laughs> album. We're going to get onto them and say, wait, where's this album? Oh, my God. We've like spoken about that band so much. They should be giving us, when they play a gig, it should be free tickets, free albums, and free T-shirts. Yeah, definitely. We should be getting it all. We've, I've, ne- I've never mentioned a band more in anything <laughs> in my entire life than Raunchy. No. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think there's much else to report on the on the arena side of things um no it's good it was a good good it's a good setup they got there it's it's uh, it, it's not as legendary as when it was in um center field of the um racetrack but i do think that it's an incredible layout for stages and works really really well yeah. so again it will just be good to get through it will be super busy and if you were there last year and you were running between stages it will take you a lot longer to get places this time. So just bear that in mind when you're in there. It's going to be super busy. You're going to have to queue for food, for drinks, to get to things. You're going to have to work your way through the crowd. A hell of a lot of people to get to close if you want to be for any band. So just prepare yourself. You know, you're going to have to work hard to get to the front or, you know, decent places for any of these stages this year. So just bear that in mind yeah. when you go in there. Yeah, nice. That's well put. Um, I didn't even think about the fact that we were doing the map. I just so I hadn't studied it in preparation. But yeah, yeah, really well put there. I think. Mm. Um, yeah, it just slipped my mind. Don't know why. Um, is there anything else we need to cover? There's probably loads else, loads no. more we need to cover, but nothing that comes to mind at the moment. Oh, not, not really. I mean, we've there's so much there, so much information for people already. Parking, mm-hmm. car park passes. We've had one. We've got two coming altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your YouTube video made me laugh when you corrected yourself, but you were giving out the wrong information again. <laughs> 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 I chuckled and said to Kelly about it when we were watching, because uh, so at first, yeah, the the the, the parking the car park passes say uh, if you're general camping, you need to go to north or east, um, and it says other things for the other camps. But Simon hadn't seen that, so in one of his YouTube videos, he said we're just going to go west and go in blue, and then corrected himself in the next video saying oh yeah we can't actually go to west or blue so we'll be going uh, to the right and um if, if you if you're general you have to go to east or north mm. but since then before that video 
information came out that you can go to west if you're in general camping so so when he said it i was like oh yeah no well they didn't <laughs> they didn't say that their recommendations yeah no not strict instructions yeah <laughs> so everyone everyone was extremely confused they for days yeah. they they were not very clear about you know someone would have looked at the uh parking ticket and gone oh well i can only go to these things I did. yeah i did and then yeah that's what i thought and then and then and then i was like oh i'm gonna go west and then someone said no but you can't and then i looked at the thing and i thought oh shit you can't yeah and then someone else said no we've had messages from down and saying yeah those are just recommendations and then i was like oh my god so three different things yeah in the space yeah. of like a day <laughs> it happened it's just the fact that you you specifically trying to correct yourself from getting something <laughs> wrong uh, but it was actually you were correct in the first place you just didn't know it i wasn't laughing at you it was just a little chuckle was like oh no you can laugh at me it's easily done like anybody could have done that but yeah so so what we're just saying um they will have wristbands for every type of camping at all of the car parks possibly not rip i think they've got their own entrance but all the other campings they've got eco um obviously general camping camping plus all those, all, everything else, loaner. I don't know if you paid extra for loaner or different for loaner. But yeah, they have the wristbands for all of those in all of the car parks, um, all of the entrances. So you can go to whichever one you want. What it, what it says on the car, car park pass is a recommendation, like Simon says. So I yeah, think... Yeah, recommendations, uh, yeah. I think we're going to aim for blue, I assume, still. Yeah, I think because we are obviously from the west side of the country. Um, Ad's down in Somerset and I am in Gloucestershire, so... That's just how the way we would head there. Um, obviously, I do think if you're coming from the north or from the east, it's probably better to go to those car parks because if you want to camp in blue, you're going to have to drive all the way around to West Car Park, which might take you a while because it's going to be very queue So I do think that the best thing would be to go to east or north and then probably go into purple, orange or red um, if you don't want to find yourself walking across the entire site yeah. to get to blue. Yeah, it's a long so, way to walk with your tents. Yeah, it's a hell of a long way. Yeah, so like that map does not do the distance justice. So that's just my recommendation for you you, you guys up north um, and you guys coming from the east, from you know Norwich and all those sorts of places. Make sure you get into those car parks and then probably head to orange, red or purple and save yourself a very long walk to black or blue. Yeah, Um my recommendation would be, uh, so I, I've had this conversation with some people in uh, a WhatsApp group I'm in. Uh, they were saying they want to probably go to Purple. It's the closest to the arena. It is. Blue is closer to co-op. Or blue, black, yellow is closer to co-op. And I would rather be closer to co-op. I and, and I think, like I said earlier, last year we were going to co-op every day on the way to the arena. If you want to go to mm-hmm. co-op on the way to the arena from Purple, it's a much longer walk. Um so I yeah, even though it's a bit longer from blue, you get the refreshments that you want on the way there for the for a good amount of money. We we were getting. Yeah. I remember there was, there was a day Jacob just bought like a big box of oranges. He was just carrying them around with him all day. It was brilliant. Um, <laughs> Gotta love that co-op. Like we said before, one of the best partners um, or or thing that Download have done. You know they trialed it for a year. Everyone loved it so much. Now it's such a huge part of the festival um yeah really really cool um and definitely worth going so get yourself to the co-op don't be bringing too much stuff with you you can get quite a lot of it in the co-op um you know that's what my plan is this year is to buy all of my beer cider and 90 percent of my food um in the co-op as i won't be 
be bothered to be bringing any of that with me. I'm traveling light this year. Yeah, nice. I'm traveling light as. Um, but yeah, I think that's about everything. There are probably lots of questions everyone has. Um, one other big thing is you can you have to put your ticket into uh, like your Google Wallet or Apple Wallet, um, and then it is available offline as well. Uh, that's something I didn't even know you could do last year before last year. But yeah, you you, you have. Your... Oh, we were doing that. Do you know how I knew we had to do that? Go on. Because we had to do it on the pilot, right? And you had to have your um, COVID passes separate as well. Okay. So you, if you you could put all of those through the NHS app, you could put the COVID thing in your Apple Wallet and the ticket. So you could literally just go, "There's a COVID thing, scan it." There's a ticket, boom. Yeah. So if you have Apple Wallet or whatever the um one is for Samsung or whatever you have, just screenshot it or make sure you have it offline because the signal at download is not that bad uh, in places, actually. It's not the worst festival for signal, but just to save your, yourself hassle getting in, screenshot it or save it to your wallet and just have it there so you can get in. Trust me, when you're carrying stuff to a festival, you don't want any more <laughs> hassle than it's worth. So just make sure you've got it on your phone, nice and easy, quick access, boom, get in, and then you can yeah. head to your campsite quick as. Yeah, I think I'm not sure if screenshotting it works. I think it's one of those things where like the code changes every 20 or 30 seconds, something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, but once you've put yeah. it in your wallet, it's then saved to your wallet and you can you can even test it um, in like airplane mode and it will still change. It's like sort of... Oh, there you go. Yeah, they, it must be put in the coding what numbers is going to be coming up somehow. I don't know. But yeah, it works. It works with no signal if you've got it in your wallet, saved to your wallet. Yeah. Yeah. So best thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so that's everything. We've been. This is a long episode. There was probably loads more we could talk about, though, like we said. Um, but I don't know. We'd need, we'd need the specific questions from people to be able to answer them. So uh, there's <laughs> nothing I can think of off the top of my head that we can talk about right now. So no, this this good. time next week, we'll be getting ready. We should be all packed. I'll be ready, mate. I will be in bed. Yeah. Asleep by this point next week. We are literally aiming to get there for eight o'clock in the morning yeah okay that's the question i was gonna ask whatever yeah yeah we're aiming to get there early so like we said before we should get as many of our crew to try and get there at the same time because if we don't get there at the same time we won't be camping together yeah okay so yeah, that sounds good the people that are close which will be you know me vicky alex perkins my brother your lot all of the gloucestershire people and Somerset people, we, we definitely should try and meet up at Tamworth Services like we did last time, drive there together and at least get, because I know my London lot won't be there at that time. Right, okay. So I don't think we'll be camping with them. I said to them, I said, we'll try and save space, but it's very unlikely to try and do that this time. So we'll be yeah. very lucky if that happens. I'll probably ask Chids to meet us at the same time as yeah. well. Although knowing him, he'll probably be there at about fucking five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but at least if he's there before, we can get him in with us yeah. and then we can all camp together. Yeah, because so that's, that's the plan anyway. That's one of the worst things. Yeah. Like when you're in a big group, I know I would never do it. I can't understand how other people would do it. But like, you're in a big group. You, some of you get caught up and then like a few people get through, get their, get their wristbands and get through. They just don't want to wait. They don't want to wait like yeah, 10, 15 minutes for everybody to get through together. They're like, ah, oh, we're going. And I don't understand it. Like, I, I never understood it. Um, that won't be happening this year, dude. I'm going to be barking orders at people. Good, this year. as long as someone's we have to be in charge, super organized. Yeah, yeah. As long as someone's in charge, I think that's fine. 
when it, when nobody's in charge, everyone goes <laughs> I, something. See you later. Yeah, I saw I saw a, uh, I think it was a Terry Pratchett quote the other day. Like the um the IQ of a crowd of people is the square root of the number of people there are. So if you've got nine people, the IQ of them is three to like collectively. <laughs> <laughs> just people in groups that's great are stupid <laughs> yes 100 percent, 100 percent. oh i love that that's great yeah um but yes yeah, so i'm happy for you to take charge okay well um that's gonna be it for for this episode like i said there's probably loads we missed out this has been episode four of going over all of the bands that are playing download and it's been exhausting i'll tell you that uh, but we've got one more to come out. We've got one more to come out before download, which will be the morning of download. Uh, I know we've just been chatting. We're going to be heading off quite early in the morning, so I'll probably set it up to release around midnight Tuesday night or one o'clock in the morning, Wednesday morning, just so people can listen to it uh, if they are heading off early. What else? But yeah, we've got to go. This has been a long, long time talking for this one. So we need to go. We... Really appreciate you all listening. Really, really appreciate everything you do for us, everything, uh, all of our listeners. We have grown beyond our expectations massively. We, um, Jacob's posted in the Discord the other day, we had reached number 19 in the Spotify charts. Mental. Yeah, and you were right. You were right last time. It was 32, not 34, like I said. Number 19 in okay. the Spotify top music charts. Um, so thank you all. Thank Incredible. you all for listening. Absolutely amazing. Um, we still want to go higher. But uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Anyway, um, come and join us in Discord. We we have loads of awesome chats in the Discord um, about everything, anything, everything. You've been talking about football recently. If you're not into football, we've got a food, a food uh, channel. You can come and talk about food. Talk about whatever you want. Gigs that are coming up. Not necessarily just about download. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going a really awesome, like small little community where everyone gets on. And we're really enjoying it. So we want to say thank you to them Definitely. as well, actually, while we're here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being part of the Discord already. All of you. Yeah. Patreons. We have to thank the Patreons, James Harrison, Alexander Toon, and Jacobs. Really appreciate everything you've done, everything you're doing. We put every penny back into the podcast that we get. So if anybody else wants to join the Patreon, you can find all the links to everything we do, including the Patreon, in the episode show notes. Thank you all for listening. Um, it's not long now until download. It's like a week. We spend all year talking about this, and it's coming up a week a week away. So <laughs> it's amazing and daunting. Exciting. Exciting. It's going to be a long, busy weekend trying to, uh, I suppose, kind of work it as well. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but if, if you're not going to listen to the Wednesday morning episode, you should. But if you're not, thank you. Thank you again. Um, this has been a long, this is an awesome run of episodes. And uh, we look forward, we, we hope you join us after download to hear our reviews of um, what we think. We did it in two episodes last year. It might be more this year. I think it was about five hours of talking about download, which is more than anybody else. I can tell you. <laughs> I reckon we can make it seven this year. Seven hours of talking about <laughs> download in review. Let's see, how, let's see how we do with that. You can hold us to that. We've been dear download. We'll see you in about a week at download um, or a few days for the Wednesday morning episode uh, so yeah it's a goodbye from Simon and a goodbye from me goodbye <laughs>